If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. That's right. Breaking news. We're here with more breaking news this week, y'all. We want to give a shout out and send some prayers or whatever you believe in. Send the good stuff this way to Quincy Jones because he was hospitalized recently for a food related health scare. Okay. Now he's out the hospital now. You know what I'm saying? And we know Quincy Jones is 90. All right. That's a long time on this side of the land, but um, he is out Mm -hmm. the hospital now, but we know it was for a food related health scare. Now I got questions personally because see, I ain't forgot about uh, 2018. Right. When Quincy Jones, everybody was on his ass for that interview he did when he told on everybody said Michael Jackson <laughs> stole all them songs and shit. You know what I'm saying? Has anybody talked to Cindy Lauper? Because somebody to me, a food related oh, health scare means what? Somebody tried to put rat poison in his coffee or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> somebody was trying to poison his ass. I don't know if it was dishwashing liquid in the toothpaste or what, but somebody was trying to send his ass out of here. Bleaching the coffee. Fucking with his food. You know what I'm saying? They was trying to poison Quincy Jones. What happened? Because mm-hmm. you know when people get old, they just chew for no reason sometimes. So food <laughs> is the number one way if you want to expedite the process. You know what? Uh, oh my but, God. but I don't know. Somebody <laughs> needs to check on Cindy Lauper because according to that article he did in Vulture when he told on everybody, he said that she was the one who was raising all the hell on the set of We Are the World. And I'm going to give you all the quote on what he said about her ass. You know what I'm God. saying? Where he he literally said that he had to tell her to just get her shit and go. Where is what? the... Uh, <laughs> where is the... I'm going to give you a direct fucking quote. As a matter of fact, let me see if I took a picture of this shit. Uh, I believe I did. Here we go right here. They asked him in Vulture Magazine, they asked Quincy, they said, Q, <laughs> there's a small antidote in your <laughs> memoir about how the rock musicians who've been asked to sing on We Are The World were griping about the song. Is there more to that story? And this is what he said. He said, it wasn't the Rockers. It was Cindy Lauper. She had a manager come over to me and say, uh, Rockers don't like the song. I know how that shit works. We went to see Springsteen, Hall and Oates, Billy Joel, and all those cats, and they said we love the song. So I said to Lauper, okay, you can just get your shit over with and leave. 
And she was <laughs> and she was fucking up every take because her necklace or bracelet was rattling in the microphone. It was just her that had a problem. What? That's what Quincy Jones said. So I feel like that bottom line, that's what we need to be questioned. You know what I'm saying? They they need to ask Cindy Lauper some questions, okay? And see how much fun that girl wanted to have. And with that being said, welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look at all things Quincy Jones. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? How you doing? Hey, friend. Hey, Asante. How y'all doing? Hi, y'all. How are your weekends? Welcome back. Welcome back. Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Did y'all celebrate? Did y'all go out? Because I saw New York had a lot of cute festivities. Asante? I wasn't in New York, so. I mean, I was all around. I I didn't go out to the layout, but I went out. (laughs) I was was all out and about last week. Um, I don't even remember everything that I did. I just know that I was out of my house a lot. And it's weird because I don't drink often, but I am drinking right now mm, because I have wow. been drinking so much. Like over the past weekend, like I had been drinking. So I was like, you know what? I could use a drink today. But um, I don't even it was a blur. I remember going out to eat several times. I remember going to a place where this DJ was popping. I remember doing a lot. I just don't remember when and where I was really just trying to like float on the cloud because I was just not here i don't i don't i don't know where i was but it was good i remember it being good if that's i know that sounds super weird but it's been a weird crazy weekend i told y'all about something that was keeping me up last week it kept me up again this week but Mm. we'll talk about that later if you want to Mm -hmm. but the weekend was great how about you friend how was your weekend or how was uh uh, what about you Dustin? i uh, think you want to go next Mm -hmm. i I know where it was i was asking about the events well i had an amazing weekend um shout out to um bo misi 2023 which is the black owned media weekend um the black owned media equity and sustainability institute uh was so kind to retain me okay as a panelist um as part of their black owned media weekend and it was in tulsa oklahoma which is really special and rich with history um with the black wall street massacre that took place um and then the rebuilding of that area um it's just very rich in history it was juneteenth weekend so i was very happy to be a part of this shout out to blue magazine um the ceo of blue magazine davon johnson and his partner um who put this conference together um i can i had a fireside chat with mandy full court pumps she was there as well i love y'all together yeah, we 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 have a special thing on stage together, and I look forward to opportunities like this for us to do it, you know. But our um, fireside chat was called "Getting to the Bag in a Crowded Vertical," um, and we discussed monetization and podcasting amongst a room mm. of Black media um, elite. Um, the event was keynoted by my girl Ebony K. Williams. She gave hey. a beautiful keynote speech, and yeah. they had a fireside chat as well. Um, so it was just a great, great weekend full of lots of great black media professionals. And I look forward to participating again next year because I know they're going to call me back and I didn't change <laughs> my number. So it was great. <laughs> shout out to them and shout out to Tulsa. It was good. To, that was my first time in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? You so I was watching in, um, my back. Crystal's neck of the woods. I was and I soaked it up. I was like, Crystal from here. Let me go outside <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that I did. <laughs> yeah, it was great though. So shout out to the the wonderful Oklahomians that I uh, encountered while I was there. Yeah, so mm. I was working. I was working. I was being mature. You know, normally on Juneteenth, I'm out somewhere <laughs> being a motherfucking nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bopping my head to music and drinking in a park and. You know, dancing. That was us. And, that know. was us last summer. Remember? Absolutely. We went, <laughs> yeah. That was absolutely. We uh, we stayed to the park. 
damn near let out. Remember? It was dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we were still sitting and, out there. And we finally got our asses out of there. We was like, all right, y'all, we tripping. We <laughs> Let's go. go. <laughs> <laughs> I Once think I left the raccoons, before y'all. The raccoons <laughs> start circling the trees and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah. it was cute. That was what about good. you, friend? How was your Juneteenth? Oh uh, well, you would be proud. Well, no, you wouldn't be proud. I was. I went to an amusement park, <gasps> and I know, right? Yeah. Where did you go to, friend? It's a. It's a small one. It's a one mm-hmm. here. It's called um, Oaks Park. I think Oaks it's Park. Small. Okay. Yeah, and it's small. Yep. It's like for kids, but it's so cute. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to. <laughs> Try to get on the roller coaster, but <laughs> I wanted to build part. myself up. I yes, really am just not yeah. that person. So I went on like <laughs> <Same>. I, <laughs> I just, I'm just not. But here's the thing: I always <laughs> it's not so much that I'm scared. I just have always thought that I don't have the stomach. Okay. Like, isn't that a thing? It's it's like not everyone like has feeling, the equally. So you don't have a stomach. It's not even that. It's like okay, okay. So I went on one of the like bitch rides. Like it was okay. like teacups going. Mm-hmm. Something mild. Not- I was like, let me start. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was funny because when we got out of it, I felt so sick. Oh, well, but those types of rides are known to induce motion sickness I as felt opposed sick. to the roller Like, coaster. my stomach was completely turned. Yeah. My head was, like, spinning a little bit, and it was it lasted for, like, a while. And then I was like, maybe I don't have the constitution, <laughs> the equilibrium, the stomach for these rides. Because it's not like I'm scared. I don't look at the roller coaster and be like, oh, my God. It's just like, I think that I will get sick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can handle it. And then, of course, I felt it was extra funny because the kids was like, we're going on it. <laughs> Having the time <laughs> like, of their lives, right? Nine, ten. We were with a lot of kids and they were just all were little and had a blast. And yeah. I was like, wow, I'll hold your um, plushies that you yeah. won in the games. And <laughs> I'll hold I your love drinks. that you went, first of all. And, you know, roller coasters and thrill rides and amusement parks are not for everyone. But I, just, I do I think that if you maybe schedule your meals accordingly, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you need to go somewhere and push a minute before you go. I don't know. But maybe if you don't eat first, friend, and just, you know. You think? Juice, I don't know. I don't maybe know. Maybe there's like, a trick to it, a science think, to it. I think you need to just get on a, a big, badass roller coaster with me. I think and you just need to pull just the, do it. Just like. And if, it, and if it don't work, it don't work. You know what I'm saying? And I volunteer myself as a throw-up tribute for you. <laughs> so I'll ride next to you. I feel like we need to just get on the biggest, baddest one. And after it ain't shit, you get right me. off. I would literally die on the ride. Just dead on the ride. But they, ho- this look, one was I'll only 20. What, the crazy part is this, this one was called the Adrenaline Peak. Mm-hmm. And it was only 20 seconds. <laughs> literally just 20 seconds. But it just had this high drop and these crazy loops. And then, boop, you're done. So it's like a fast hit. And I just, my heart, I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> and it was funny because the kids were like, we, we're going again. And <laughs> again, I was like, what? <laughs> so crazy. I, you know I love that kind of shit. That's right up my personal alley. So no, it was really fun. I also just like amusement parks, so it's not. It's you know, they're just fun. Yeah. There's something nostalgic about the energy them. Is nice. Yeah, like the little games you could win plushies where you shoot the balloons and pop them or whatever. I think and... I sucked one of my first titties at um, an amusement park. Oh my god! Yep. Shout out to Wheels In in Ontario, <laughs> Canada. 
<laughs> Wheels in. Oh, I remember those days they had on the indoor school bus. Amusement park. I think it was Chatham, Ontario was the name of it. But it was like <laughs> an indoor amusement park. And we had met these girls at the bowling alley. <laughs> Me and my cousins <laughs> handling our business. That's that we were sucking titties at the ball. We were. That wheels in. Sorry, mama. That's what we was out there doing. And I'd do it again. <laughs> I had a great time. That was a you transformative moment. You know what's actually moment. really funny about you saying that? Because the boys had met some little girls at church a couple of days ago. And they were like, yeah. They were like pulling our hand and asking them if we liked them. And the, there was a part of me that freaked a little bit because I was like, Okay, right. what else happened? Right. <laughs> like, just keep telling me. And then, but then there's also that part of you that's like, but kids are going to experience things and you can't like control everything that happens in their life. Right. You know, like that's just the reality it. of life. But also just being like, kids are moving faster. Way faster. <laughs> faster now. these days. Oh my yeah. God. They know who Blueface is. And Krishan and shit. I'm like, how do they know? I saw a a video online. They were um they were playing Baddies West. It was like a group of little girls. They were like nine, eight, nine (gasps) years old. They were playing Baddies West. They were fighting each other and stuff. Yeah, they were playing Baddies West. And they were saying, I mean, these kids are just exposed to so much more, you know? So it's, I don't know, it's interesting trying to figure out how to like let kids be, but also like protect them. Like, ooh, that's Think about the stuff that we knew about that we, because my parents weren't having that. They were in a religion and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, but I knew about all kinds of stuff. I had seen so many R rated movies. Same, especially. I knew about the Nasty Channel, you know what I'm saying? I knew all that. Channel 35 and New York. All of that, and I knew how to even look through the squiggly lines or something. It would be just straight enough. My grandfather had a. I'm probably talking too much. My grandfather. That's why I'm not saying. Remember when people people had them big satellite dishes in the backyard and got like a thousand channels on the television? Yeah, you knew how to find it. Yeah. So you know, life happens, and sometimes you know your best thing is to just. create an environment like what you did which is why which I was is talking a safe to you in the environment first place. and that's what i f- i felt like that's yeah. the most important part to me that they would come to me and want to tell me that they you know like they came to me immediately and that made me happy it was like a safety there right and it's like you don't want to crush that relationship but it's also that feeling of like oh wait and, <laughs> so, and don't do nothing you better not do nothing you know right and you know i'd be like too preachy and ridiculous because I, I remember when we were younger your parents would preach till they were blue in the face at the end of the day you're gonna do what you're gonna do like that's why i love my brother and my sister because they ain't give they gave a fuck you know what i'm saying like they they understood but but i understood i never had to lie about nothing if anything we was lying together you know what i'm saying (laughs) like so and i'm grateful for that you know what i'm saying because i felt free to like to just you know do mm-hmm. stuff and I, I yeah. feel camaraderie so and I, I want to be that way for like my goddaughter and you know other Aww. little like my you know other people babies. that are having babies in my life yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be cool about shit like yeah did you guys see that video I know we got a whole program ahead of us right it's but, okay but this is on my heart okay because it's really supposed to be on their ass did y'all see the video of the um graduation ceremony it was a commencement ceremony where the 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 a warthog woman that yes. was passing out the diplomas yep. withheld those diplomas from those girls, those two girls, one who had a, a headdress on that 
I'm I'm assuming, you know, represented her religious beliefs and mm-hmm. she danced a little bit and that mean ass woman didn't give her her diploma. And then it was another, another girl. young girl just waved. All she did was wave to the black crowd. girl. And that mean lady did not give them their diplomas. And I just at what point like and Dude. everyone was defending it in the comments. Like I saw people saying, well, there's policies. They made it very, very clear that you cannot engage with the audience in that so way. So stupid. To make the graduation as efficient as possible. But it's like, okay, but you're still a human being. Let these babies, like, come on. They didn't and do anything crazy. It was a little, Her she did like a little innocent little dance with her leg. You know, like it was. It wasn't anything wild. And and it was so stupid to me, like for them to just be so why why is it personal for you where you want to create a display? You know it's what I'm saying? It's a kid's moment, you know, that they won't get back. It was very odd, but that's how some adults are. I hated adults like that growing up. And I just It's all, almost like you feel like they don't like kids, right? Yes. And I never <laughs> wanted I vowed like I'm never gonna be a fucked up grown person like that to to, to like teenagers. Same. It's I, true. I never wanted to be that adult. I hate teenagers and they in mm-hmm. my day it was like this and I hate mm-hmm. all the new music and fucking everything new. I never wanted to be that person and I never fucking will. Never. Yeah, all oh, I'm learning that now. So Jay right can talk all the shit she wants about me being <laughs> though. Cause I know y'all heard what she said. Now y'all heard Always. what she said about me on Jay next week. Like, Cause you know it's dusty. <laughs> yeah. Talk about I'm the one that's gonna let Noah do everything. Well, so the fuck what? You shouldn't have had a child. <laughs> and you shouldn't have let me have a, a part of your child's know, life. Yeah. You know Dustin gonna be the one that lets Noah curse. <laughs> yeah, shit. She got she ain't cussing at me. She cussing about something. That's a totally different thing, you know. And that's the uh, point of her. Uh, she better be glad we're her village. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So much Love to learn. <laughs> but, anyways, um, let's jump into. Wait, did y'all have any announcements or anything that you wanted to put out there? Um, no. Um, for no. me, I just actually. So. Remember the Dr. Joy's uh, book is launching on June 27th. That's a Tuesday. Yay. Congratulations. Once again, it's called, we love Dr. Joy. It's called um, Sisterhood Heals. And she's having a book tour. The first stop is in New York City at the St. Anne and the Holy Trinity Church. That's on 157 Montague Street in Brooklyn. That's on Tuesday. Um, I believe it starts at 7 p.m. and it's until 9 p.m. And I will be joining Dr. Joy with Crystal. for that. And Crystal. <laughs> right. Crystal and Jade and uh-huh. Kia. And because, you know, Dr. Joy felt that we embody what her book is about. And she thought, what better guests than her actual friends and our friend group as a whole, just so that we can have conversations about how we love up on each other. So come hang with us. It'll be cute. It'll be at a church. <laughs> What's the name of the book? Um, Sisterhood Heals. See, when you first said it, I thought Dr. Joy was coming out with a shoe line. I was like, go ahead, Dr. Joy. Sisterhood Heals. Yeah, and I thought y'all was going to be modeling the shoes. But then when you kept talking, I was like, oh, I get it. I thought Sisterhood Heals. I thought Dr. Joy had a shoe dazzle deal. I really want to name this episode (laughs) Sisterhood Heals. Yeah. I thought she had a shoe She's going to kill us, but we going to yeah. do it. We love you, Dr. Joy. We love you so much, Dr. Joy. Let and me, that book going to be a bestseller. It's <laughs> like a really cute non- uh, nonprofit, like for women that need, like, need shoes or something. I thought y'all was going to be in so there sticking your foot out. Joe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
That's the so dance y'all was doing, friend, from the graduation. Right. Sisterhood heels. When she was doing the little sweet emotion. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely come check us out. Uh, let me see if there's a link. Not with the hand over your face. Please, Dustin. You it can just go. <laughs> you can go to Sisterhood Heels. Not mm-hmm. heels, but heels. H e a l s dot com for more information to RSVP. You can also just go to the Dr. Joy's um, Therapy for Black Girls Instagram. She has mm-hmm. all the links, all the information, and we will hopefully see you there. And I'm you, assuming this is going to be the beginning of a much bigger tour. So definitely check her out in a city near you. And congratulations, Dr. Joy. We're very excited for you. Yes. We love you. Now let's jump into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled Pancake Pamela. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dustin Ross. Hey, thank you, Spill It Boy TV. Shout out to James Caldwell on <laughs> YouTube because that is where they came from. When Pancake you sent us Pamela, the clip, it made it 10 <laughs> times funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shoot the shit episode there was no hot button no segments just whatever wanted to come up and as always those of you listening had a lot to say who stood out to you asante um i i'm <laughs> i'm sorry this was so wild to me and maybe maybe people already knew this but i want to shout out to uh, hey lala in the uh, patreon streets her comment says, Sanya, referring to Sanya of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, uh-huh. had a reality show for one season back in 2013 called Sanya's Glam and Gold on Weed. Oh, okay. That was the comment. So I Googled it just because I ain't never I heard knew of that. it. She was doing like this I, in the thing, in the promo. Yeah, I, I was like, people might have heard of this, but it's like, I had never heard of this. So I'm interested. This is so random. It's only like six episodes or one season of it. I might go watch it just to see more of the sister because every time I kept seeing pictures <laughs> yeah, I of really it, love the I kept see- the sister was really good. Should be so- looking at Sonya like this. <laughs> yeah, and on the cover that Dust is referring to, it's them like running side by side and like Sonya looking at the sister, the sister looking at Sonya can't tell the thumbnail. But yes, I just want to shout that out. Uh, there was one other comment that I had that I wanted to shout out, but I can't find it. At the- oh, Dope Girl Gabs also said, I almost spilled my hot chocolate at my desk hollering at Fran doing that Rihanna shake. Y'all are some gems. <laughs> Anytime Fran does a dance, it makes me laugh. And before before I realized she was doing the Rihanna shake, I thought she was doing the College Hill dance that we talked about, the India Love. But yeah, it definitely comment. was Rihanna shake. And it did take me out last week. Shout out to you, Fran. All right. What'd you find out there in the streets, Fran? So I was in the gated community. What's up, Patreon? And Trevor said, (laughs) I've been seeing a lot more younger white dudes with curly hair adopt bonnets. It seems like it's more hair care than anything, but the line is really thin between adopting and appropriating. So don't fuck it up. That's interesting. I mean, I kind of sensed that that was because he does have curly hair. And I thought, you know, somebody told him the satin lining will help your hair stay moist or whatever. But we also know that he was trying to get people to talk. That's what I think. We know um, hate, hate, uh, what do they call it? Hate uh, promo works. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing, hate marketing works. And so who knows? Mm. We don't know his intention, but... Not Trevor saying he's seeing more white boys with bonnets. I have not seen that. Well, I don't know okay. where the fuck he been. <laughs> okay, because I ain't seen that. That's and I'm out here where I would I think seen. you would see yeah. it. Right. Yeah, they have um, burlap bonnets out there, friend. 
<laughs> can nah, canvas bonnets <laughs> with, with I, brown I, I, suede bands around it. <laughs> Look, the, the hundreds must have got them trained out <laughs> the there. The hundreds. <laughs> okay. No, but okay. you know damn well white people don't <laughs> okay. be wearing bonnets. We're going to stop playing. I don't give a fuck if he has seen four white boys because he's only seen three or four of them. I don't care how, how many he says. It's only been three <laughs> or four he's seen in life, I'm sure. And we, they don't wear bonnets, so we ain't crazy. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay, what about so, you, Justin? What'd you find in the Twitter streets? Oh, my bad. Uh, shout out to at Raheem Shabazz, R A H I E M. I thought that was some fucking sirens. R A. Hold on, wait, friend. Do you know who Raheem Shabazz is? Who's Raheem Not Shabazz? Not that one. Okay. Not that one. <laughs> no, no, no. Not that one. See what I mean? I know you were spelling it different. This one is actually, okay. let's read his bio. It says Raheem Shabazz <laughs> is an acclaimed writer, director, documentary producer, and a multimedia journalist. Come on. Okay. So shout out to well, Raheem. Sounds like Not Raheem. <laughs> Raheem. <laughs> Uh, Shabbat. Yeah, if you know, you know that we just gonna leave it there because it's pride. So, oh, right, no, Shabazz to you in the tweeted, chat, friend. He now tweeted. I'm Googling. <laughs> oh, well, good. God bless you on your journey. Right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait for this. She's okay. There we go. <laughs> so anyway, not that one. Okay. I mean, should that be the black business of the week? <laughs> I guess we it is. We did our, wait a minute. We already okay. didn't. Yeah. So if you know, you know, the black business of the week is <laughs> Raheem R H Y. H e i m Shabazz <laughs> or something like that. That's the black business right. of the week. Business of the week. <laughs> there we go. This is not a sponsored episode. <laughs> okay. But this Raheem Shabazz, who once again, like it's, this ain't on him. He's an acclaimed writer, director, documentary producer, and a multi-media journalist. What he said was, oh someone kept stealing the flowers from a gravesite, so they put an apple air oh, tag in a pot. And found the culprit. So the people put an apple air tag tag in the pot and found the culprit. I want you to listen to the the sound that they use when they found the culprit and see them. So hold on a second. They found the they found oh, the culprit. So embarrassing. can you believe you see that? Her standing there with her walker, standing on a goddamn walker, still going to a grave. You know how low of a person you got to be to go to a gravesite to steal that. And most cemeteries are hilly. So for her to be pushing that walker uphill like that to go steal a far a heavy ass, you know how heavy potting soil is? And, and she then taking just had that it shit to back? decorate her front yard. That's her that's dirty wild. ass house with her you know nasty, <laughs> callous ass. I hope them dust mites and shit from that cemetery. I hope, as a matter of fact, I hope whoever grave you stole them from haunt your ass to death. Okay. Uh, now, the other tweet that I want to go to, want to feature this week, comes from none other than a friend of the show. Friend of mine, friend of Asante's, best friend of friends, Claude Kelly, okay? Grammy award-winning Claude Kelly, (laughs) who tweeted, name the first Lisa that comes, the first, name the most famous Lisa that comes to mind. Go. And a lot of people responded, 
Picard then quoted his own tweet and said, the comments prove my point. I ain't never met a Lisa, fictional or real, that wasn't fire. Lisa Bonet, Lisa Ray, Lisa Nicole Carson, Stansfield, and Cole Damn. Jam, Vanderpump, Renna, Damn. Simpson, <laughs> Leslie, Landry, Lefi Lopez, Marie Presley, Milan, Loel, Kudro, Ling. That's what Ling. Claude Kelly said. <laughs> I just felt like it needed a highlight because that was a hell of a tweet. Claude, you tweeted your ass off. I do enjoy all those Lisa's. So That's right. Funny. That's him Correct. being high in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Claude Kelly and the weed in Australia. And that's it for me this week. <laughs> Um, then, okay, the episode before that, Asante, remember, we double up now. Mm-hmm. It was Asante's I, oh, I episode. It. <laughs> it was called <laughs> A Piece of Tuna, where Asante brought the conversation. We talked all things food, our favorite and least favorite meals. We talked about candy, desserts, you name it. What about you, Asante, who stood out to you on this episode? Well, you know, I'm back in the Patreon streets, and I want to give a shout out to Homebody Mommy. I just really like that name. She commented, she said, I love the little triangle push pops from the cafeteria when I was in middle school. Crazy how I couldn't tell you a thing they served us in high school. That is a complete blur. Y'all didn't touch on cookies, but I love me some little Debbie chocolate fudge cookie with the chocolate swirl on top. I stop at the store after school to get that. Still get them to this day. Uh, I don't remember no triangle push pops. I just felt like that was really fancy homebody mommy. So I just want to like shout that out. And I don't remember. Oh, when, when you talked about cookies, you weren't talking about school cookies. Yeah. I've just always been like, like, uh, a chocolate chip, just gooey baked, like really good cookie. Mm. So like mm. there was a store that used to like be next <laughs> to the, uh, the middle school. It was like one of those, like, um, it was a random store because it looked like a little convenience store, but it had this random drive up. Anyway, mm. we would walk over to that store and uh, my homegirl, she'd always steal them the oldest Spunkelmeyer uh, muffins or whatever. <laughs> but then they had them fresh baked cookies. So we would get some of these big ass cookies and then break them apart. They were like Levain, mm-hmm. them big ass chocolate chip mm. cookies. But that was the type of cookie. That was the type of cookie time I was on back in my middle school days. Sounds gourmet. What about you, friend? Yes, very gourmet. <laughs> What about you, friend? What'd you find out there in the streets? I'm back in the Patreon streets. And Dolce Benjamin said, I screamed when Asante mentioned the TikTok live of the man peeling the egg. (laughs) (laughs) That always gets me. Yesterday, I stumbled on a live of hamsters running on wheels to house music. (laughs) To house music. I'm telling you, TikTok is so... (laughs) I just don't understand the lives. But that, that one that Carrie... Has been posting with the lady with the nails and he recreated yes. it. Have you seen it? Shout out to Carrie, mm-hmm. friend of the show. <laughs> it's a yeah, lady that was mixing like syrup, like those syrupy things that people put in their coffee um, with, was it like a Red Bull or some shit? Mm-hmm. She was at work. It was like during her break and then she had these long nails. So it was ASMR. Just a lot. Very TikTok. I can't remember where her like, shirt was from, where she was working. Was it Dollar General or Shoe something? Carnival. Shoe Carnival, Shoe Carnival, right? Shoe, Shoe Carnival. Carnival. Yep. Such a funny video, and then our friend Carrie recreated it at work. <laughs> it's crazy ass. He has been he is me dying. So fucking on silly. I love like, Carrie, but anyway, <laughs> TikTok really is a world of its own. But that's it, Dustin. I don't know if you want to share any more Twitter. One. Uh, yeah. One last one. I just want to give a shout out to none other than goddess rivera her twitter handle is oh goddess goddess g-o-d-i-s rivera r-i-v-e-r-a 
We love you, Goddess. Goddess said, if you had asked me what I wanted to do as a child, I would have said, tell the stories of Black women. So I can't even begin to describe how it feels to announce that I am now the new and first chief content officer at Essence Ventures and Afropunk, mm. BeautyCon, and Essence Studios. So shout what? out to Goddess. Big Goddess, not the little that one. That okay? is huge. Goddess ain't no joke. And Goddess has always Beauty been a Con, sweetheart. Afropunk. And S- wow. Yeah, yeah, she's always been that, though. Congratulations. Yes, so wow. shout out to yeah. Goddess on her new position. I know she's going to do great things over there at Essence Ventures, Afropunk, well, and sure. Con, Like she always has. So shout out to Goddess Rivera. That's it for me. Shout out to Goddess Rivera. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Let's jump into this much-awaited episode. So this happened to the fact us that again. She said jump into you where she what? was jumping out of them cars, trying to act like she oh was getting thrown God. from the car. I saw you tweet that. <laughs> like she rolled out that big seat. I and Claude sent you the chair roll. emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Told you to sit. <laughs> but let's let's okay. So <clears throat> it's interesting because when we did the Murdoch case, right? Um, where was it that I found it on 2020, I think. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it just like unleashed the dragon. We saw m- so many documentaries about it within the next couple months. So that was kind of cool. Cause it gave us insight into like more of the backstory, some of the details we didn't know. But with this one, <laughs> for those who are unfamiliar, we did an episode called where is Natalia Grace back in October of 2019 so it was like three years Mm. ago when we started um the true crime series or crime zone series as we call it we're you know fans of crime zone podcasts and just the the genre and we thought it'd be cool to do our own version our own twist on it i knew that dustin and sante are the funniest people on earth especially their commentary (laughs) on things so i when i read this story randomly came across it i think it was an article in the daily mail if you know anything about Daily Mail, they're like the um, ta- media takeout. Yeah, they're like the media <laughs> takeout of the UK. So it's hard to trust them. So when I read this, I didn't know if it was true. I was like, there's no way. <laughs> but I had to research it. I thought it would make a good episode. And y'all loved it. To this day, it's probably in our top five most listened to episodes of, of our eight years podcasting. So when we okay. saw that they were dropping a docu-series of six-part docu-series about Natalia Grace called The Curious Case of Natalia Grace on Max. I keep wanting to say HBO and the ID channel. Y'all went crazy in the comments saying you first heard it here. You had to hear us talk about the updates and we watch it. I saw clips of the father beating the rug and I was like, (laughs) okay, it's time for me 
to look into this finally. Man, th- mm. Mm. go ahead. Mm. <laughs> so we, so I finally watched it. We watched it as a collective to give you guys the updates. Now, if you didn't listen to that episode, uh, like I said, it's from October 2019. It's called Where Is Natalia Grace? Listen to that first because we laid out the full story. Because obviously it wouldn't make sense to do that again in this episode. Right. We're simply going to cover what we didn't know mm-hmm. <laughs> that was presented to us in the docuseries. So where do we even start? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm actually on the, because I was on SoundCloud, you know, doing the, the pre when we were looking for comments and stuff. I had this episode up because I didn't know if we were going to reference it. Mm-hmm. But I was just reading through the comments and I was laughing all over again. And there's a comment. This is this is not funny, but it's making me laugh because, like, what could we have really said? But uh, can I just share this really quickly, friend? Mm-hmm, please. <clears throat> this comment on this episode that we dropped again back in 20, I was about to say 2017, uh, back in what was it, 2019? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. This person comments uh, that same year, I assume. Now, how do you feel knowing this was a child and you all jumped the gun and a child was abandoned? (laughs) How is this remotely funny? Well, person, (laughs) we had none of the facts. We weren't even sure if this was fact or fiction. Like, we know we're just doing what we do. So how do you feel about (laughs) us? Like, like when whatever your answer is, explore amongst yourself. So I'm sorry. I don't know why I even read that. It just. Uh, so many other things were funny and that still make me laugh. Man, why don't <laughs> you let her come live with you then? <laughs> right, like, okay. if you so empathetic, right. like, go Since find her and make so it much, right. You go, you take her in. You shelter her. I, I will say this before we, like, start jumping into the details. Oh, no, I will, details. too, when we get into it. <laughs> I still don't know how old she is. <laughs> I do. Like, I know, but I don't. There's so much confusion. I'm still confused. I'm still as confused as I was in 2019 because when you see the episodes, there's so much that makes sense on, like, you know, her birth mom and getting showing when she was born and certain elements of her that it just makes sense. But then you see the episode with the neighbors where she was terrorizing everyone. So it's like, okay, did they all collectively come together and make that up? Like, I... I don't know what's going no. on. And then I, the new family that took her true. in. When I watched the Dr. Phil, which if you want to go back, Dr. Phil has I an episode where Phil. he interviewed Natalia. <laughs> he actually sat with her for like 40 minutes, interviewed and her, her and her new family. She has a black scent now because she got a black daddy. <laughs> I noticed it when she was doing those interviews in that room with the um Right? The it was like, I was like, is this... She was using AAVE. Because <laughs> her, her daddy black. Yeah. And her mom, I can't tell if the lady was white or biracial. No, she wanted to know white girls. Yeah, like, that one of them. Right? So <laughs> season 18, episode 44, he talks to her. And it was so disrespectful because he was calling her um, a psychopath demon child who came over here to murder everyone. I mean, he didn't, he didn't say that's who he felt she was, but he was like, that's what the people want to know. He kept throwing that out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Calling her an evil demon and just throwing things that were completely inappropriate. And Dr. It's like Phil, he was trying to feel for like what resonates with her evil soul or something <laughs> like, like which of these describes the type of bullshit you be <laughs> He's on? He's trying to read her like... eyes or something, but <laughs> it was so rude and ignorant to be honest. But she kept yes. her composure if you watched it. She spoke very clearly of Dr. Phil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Was, was it? it? I have no idea. I never watched canceled? Dr. Phil. I have oh, no idea. I don't idea. think it comes on no more. Yeah. Or are they syndicated I or something? I think it don't yeah. come on no more. So maybe yeah. she... I don't know. You know, she... She was she, like, ain't she was, she's going to like, ain't going to be too many more motherfuckers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but all jokes aside, she was very composed. And I, I felt she was very believable in that interview, just sharing her side of it. Her new parents, when they discussed finding her... Like, you know, on a porch and they were disturbed by the fact that she was living in an apartment when she had to, like, walk up to the second floor. And it was so dangerous considering her disability and, and just how she just seemed so neglected and alone. And they took her in and, you know, everything just seemed like I, I was like, OK, this brings so much clarity. But then I watched the HBO Max and even those people were painted in a completely different picture. And we can probably just start there and then just like build around it. But these people that on Dr. Phil seem to be good Samaritans, the HBO doc painted them as people who just peaked how they could take advantage of this neglected, you know, disabled person who was alone, living alone. And they got her to give over her social security. Um, Apparently she had a $500 monthly food stamp. And they were taking it to feed their family because they had a large family of like five kids. You talking about the new family? Yeah. Yeah. You saying that? Oh, you were saying that the documentary paints them. Oh, because of oh. Okay, yeah, there's okay, a okay. yeah, there's a scene yeah, 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 yeah. where they kind of go I know into where you're them. Going. Sorry, continue, continue. Right. So then I, that was really. I just already confusing. made up my mind. I was like, they came up, but yes, you're, that's literally what you're saying. Yeah, Sorry. like they came up, <laughs> and so then it kind of makes you realize it makes you confused because on the Doctor Phil episode, they presented as this good Christian Samaritan family that was taking her in, and even Doctor Phil was like, "So y'all just." take people in from the street <laughs> after meeting them for three days to be around your children. Like he found that a bit disturbing, but they were like, that's just who we are. Um, but then the HBO doc, I'm sorry, I'm gonna keep saying HBO. Let me just have it. <laughs> Let me just okay. have it. Um, they made it, they, cl- they made it different. It was from a different perspective where basically yeah. these are, hood ass people that took advantage yeah. of somebody that they knew they'd get some money from. Because I watched it backwards. So that's what I was like, oh, they came up. That's right. what you're saying. You watched it backwards. Well, because I watched the the Max First, uh, six episodes and then, and then, and then I randomly watched the Dr. Phil thing earlier today. Right. I was like, let me stay up. Let and they were this. even subleasing the apartment that she was living in that her, mm-hmm. her adoptive parents, Barnett's. Christine and Michael mm-hmm. Barnett, were still paying for but now they were making bank off of that. That was being said. So they did what they, they finessed her. And now I, I don't know. That's something like there's just so much. Confusion. Well, but see, it looked like that to me. Sorry. It, it just looked like that to me, even when they were on uh, outside the courtroom, because you saw uh, when her new mom uh, had like her purse and stuff and was dressed up. I was like, oh, they spending. And she had like a little well. Michael Kors bag. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was like, Natalia, they uh, using that social uh, well or, what, or whatever benefit she get. Go ahead, Dustin. Sorry. I just feel like they deserve each other then, to be honest with you. Because you think? The, yeah, I do. I, do. I, I feel that way. If y'all, no. then, if y'all use it, if they using her, she damn sure using them. They all using each other. I totally am. I'm more confident than ever that Natalia Grace is 30 some years old. Really? <laughs> when them other 
people that have the same condition she got started dropping bombs oh on your moms God. and killing car alarms in the beginning of that motherfucking documentary. <laughs> Talk that girl that used to play with her was like, I know for a fact she was older than me. I was, I felt like I was talking of her to face. an older person. She was right. at least fourteen years old. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? All these people. There's so much. I don't want to just start laying up, you know, bullet after bullet out. You know what I mean? Because I know you want to go into depth on these certain things. But, like, there was an overwhelming amount of evidence to me. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's mine. And to me, when I watched this shit, there was an overwhelming amount of evidence that she was full of shit. The same shit she was allegedly rubbing on them car seats and stuff. And and doing all that, shitting on the couch. Remember them the filthy family that she was with originally? The Bennett's, what was their names? The oh. uh, Christine and Michael or whatever their name yeah, was. Yeah, Barnett. yeah, yeah. The Barnett. The Barnett's. Mm-hmm. You remember they said she was pissing and shitting all over the house and in the cars and but, all that but, shit. But but here's the thing. We also gained clarity. I think it was yeah. in episode four. Where she's like, was a victim or villain, I think the episode is titled, where we started hearing more about the mother's abuse. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it got tricky for me, because if you have this adoptive mother that is kicking you down the stairs, Mm -hmm. making you stand on a wall for eight hours and you have a disability, you know what I'm saying? Uh, If you're keeping knives under your bed or sorry Mm -hmm. to say it, but poisoning her coffee or (laughs) what else do we but she said you know she didn't saying? poison like, that coffee on Dr. Phil. Remember, she was spraying the spray and she tried to move the cup. Like, she right, had an she answer just, for everything on Dr. Phil. So that's why I was like, it's tricky because oh. it's like either she's just being honest or she's just slick. I don't but know. But it makes sense that <laughs> she's crazy and they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like she was, well, let me just say this because I know we're about to go into So let me just get this part out the way now. I before did not believe she was a child before I was like, this is so weird. This grown person and did some shit. But now it is definitely in question to me. I don't want to say I'm sure now that she definitely was a child. I I will say high probability that she definitely could have been a child just because they did have a actual medical professional who was uh, trying to testify that she was a fucking child. But they were like, no, you can't because legally we already said she's not like because he was like, when I looked at her, she was a fucking child. Like because there were certain things I was like maybe she was a fucking child. Maybe there were some cultural differences because she was in a halfway house. And then when she came here, I feel like maybe people didn't know how to really treat the condition or aid to it so like when she's pooping on herself and her and she's sitting because her fucking legs hurt it's because they didn't give her no walkers like they're just right. not helping her exactly so she's a young child no that assistance. english is like her second language but she don't even have like a steady family that's really taught her consistent anything of course she's just gonna go to rage she's gonna go from like okay my shit hurt to okay i'm probably gonna kill these people like you know what i'm saying that's why like now she can sit and, and like clearly lie so that's why it's like well now that you're lying it looks like you've been lying you know what i'm saying and there were times where she was lying but there were times where she probably just didn't actually know and it looked like she was lying because she lied about other shit because you know when you're a child they uh you know uh, the birth certificate shit somebody was probably like girl we lying about your age so you can be younger and get adopted don't mess it up so they're like who was your family who were they before she probably like i'm not supposed to answer i don't know like (laughs) i don't know i was a little fucked up i was like damn maybe she was a fucking child but all i do know is the barnett's whether she was a child or not they still can ride in hell Mm -hmm, both of them mm -hmm, and really the sons too for sure maybe the one like even the one son that's trying to be extra innocent, it's like oh, you Jacob. are acting like Yeah, like all y'all, all y'all can rot. Fuck y'all. He that scene between the son that was living in that filthy basement and the father when they were eating the popcorn, 
Mm-hmm. Was funny. Oh I didn't God. know whether to laugh. I was laughing to keep from <laughs> I mean, crying. Anything with the father was just funny, whether it was supposed to be or not. Did he pay for the this? The theater. I mean, the my theater. God. He was those drama <laughs> <Jesus>. master. <laughs> and that's what that was him the entire fucking documentary. The house was so nasty. The <sighs> fact that he, he was taking the roof off that car that doesn't even run. The <laughs> fact that he was um, just hot and cold. The, the inner cry. You know, it took a long time for us to see a wet face from him, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't um, see one at all. <laughs> but I just feel like Natalia has, I think two things can be true at the same time. Like that family was a piece of shit wholeheartedly, and she was 30 years old. Explain the coochie <laughs> hair. Explain the uh, that that she, that scene was hilarious. I'm sorry, she, was, but when he said so- they discovered the coochie hair, that was funny. When he was <laughs> like, "My wife, she's bathing her, and she screams." I mean, it's a, it's a scream to where like it's blood curdling scream. Something's happening. I go back there. <laughs> Something's happening. I go back there. The color from her face is just. Gone. I mean, it's gone. It's gone. And she says, "You gotta look. No look. Look down." And I look down. Full pubic hair. I motherfucking <laughs> fell out because I could think of it. it was a wolf that they seen. <laughs> oh my that was God. the first indicator that something was going on. And it's on, supposed right? to be a six year old. He said he went on Google. What's the earliest? <laughs> what's the youngest you can have pubic hair? And they said maybe eight. Maybe. maybe. So there's that. Then let's not act like. Them nurses from that that facility no, that called in and dropped the dime. That I text y'all and let's, I said, no. let's not motherfucking act like that wasn't the truth. When they called <sighs> in and said that she was trying to slang it, okay, <laughs> in that motherfucking facility. When they said that she was in there propositioning people and talking about what she was going to do to them and all that <laughs> other stuff, and then said she would only do it for some money, okay. <laughs> there was all of that. And she was, they were saying how she had those desires. And even when she went, she was shapely. Natalia was shapely. Like I saw when she was, there was a scene they showed of her going somewhere. What might've been when she was going into that room for that deposition or whatever The deposition, yeah. Uh, and when she turned that corner, I was like, okay, did she get Dustin's- a, a, a BB? Because I don't think they really lifted the butt. No, no they okay, Brazilian the butt. Like, what was going on? There was that. And I just believe it. I believe it. I believe all the no, neighbors that said she was, was doing that. No, the fact that the anonymous mm-hmm. nurses that called in were all black. All niggas. <laughs> they were all niggas. That's what convinced. It killed Talking all. Talking about she was not me. a child. That convinced me. I was like, you know what? I believe them. Because we all know that that family was crazy as Betsy Bugs. And you know they was lying about all kind of shit. Another thing I didn't appreciate was when the father, I know we're jumping, but it's just so much. I mean, it just is what it is at this point. The father going to say sexual abuse. And then I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my God, he just said sexual abuse. Like I'm bracing myself for what's coming next. And he was like, it wasn't, you know, just blatant sexual abuse. It was a different type of sexual abuse. It was, she, she knew I was attracted to her and she just wouldn't, the the single times in a year, she wouldn't allow it to happen. She withheld sex just because she wasn't giving you it, just because she was hitting Jocelyn stingy with the cootie cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that tone, that ain't sexual abuse. You fool. What are you talking about? Like, no, I the part that just, got me was the images of her in the lingerie. The Why those pictures? Both, it was all like five so minutes. Ridiculous. 
They're revenge And I want them recreated porn. by it somebody. Revenge <laughs> soft. I heard a revenge porn. I ain't never heard a revenge <laughs> softcore porn. What I want somebody to awfully recreate that this. set of photos. Like, it was so bad, but it was like, she really was feeling herself. I was like, so she thought this was it? And they didn't blur her face out, so like, she approved that. And the weird part was, remember, she reached out to Freddie Gill, who right. apparently was like a, a rocker who... Is also also has a similar disability of you know was was he no he didn't have the dysplasia the dystrophic dysplasia I don't think right. he had that because they said that only like thirty four hundred people in the world have it but he was uh, had dwarfism and right. she contacted him to ask him I'm thinking you know questions about the lifestyle and that maybe any way that she could better help Natalia. But then she got sexual and then she started sending those nudes to mm-hmm. him. And then what kind of annoyed me was in the end, he was going to say something, remember? And then mm-hmm. we don't know what it was. But he was like, oh, and Natalia started to, and then it kind of just mm-hmm. went dark. Mm-hmm. And then the dad, they played him the clip. He lost his shit. And then they said that this was going to come out in the trial. But then the trial was dismissed. <laughs> So we'll literally not know what the hell this Freddie Gill person. Do y'all have any suspicions? I, I feel like that. I know because I feel yeah. like I kind of sense where he was going, but I also because I'm assuming yeah. it's of sexual nature and we don't know. That's not something you really like speculate yeah, on. But I'm already, just like, how dark was it getting in that household? We probably don't even know the half for real. I mean, we really don't, especially when they were talking about the the Barnetts had a past and they kind of just lightly touched on the domestic abuse before they adopted Natalia. So I was like, so why the fuck were they even allowed to adopt? Granted, they did whatever this illegal mm-hmm. last like minute shit was. Mm-hmm. How come whenever the people you know were do- that were doing the wellness checks or ended up building a case with Natalia, how come they never were like, hey, uh, y'all motherfuckers get a fine or like you know we gotta the state gotta reclaim her or some shit? Like the fact that there was no kind of real system in place for this is what's really fucked up because if Natalia really was a child, which you know I am leaning towards, she actually could have been a fucking child. This is crazy. Like she was a child that just didn't have the proper care and she couldn't process shit because she was from a different fucking country. Thinking about all the people that like only knew Natalia in passing and were hoping and wishing the best for her and she got stuck with the shit Barnett's. It's like fucking crazy when I think about it. And the piss like, Barnett's. Because let's talk about right. how she had him peeing on her bed. How that the mama told him Jacob. to pee on the bed. And then... And try I, to claim the therapist suggested this. The therapist. The <laughs> therapist. <laughs> Therapist, T-H-E-R-A-P-I-S-S. And how the mom kept using that as an excuse for all these, all this like horrible punishment and treatment she was giving her. She kept saying the therapist suggested, the therapist said, and everyone's just buying it. Then the son gonna say, I wasn't gonna say anything about it, but she told me to go in there and she she told me to pee on her stuff as a solution to stop peeing. And if she's watching this, I just wanted to tell her that, uh, I do apologize for that. I, I hope she forgives me. Out of all the shit this motherfucker done been through, you think she thinking about your pissy ass? <laughs> that one time, you know what I'm saying? You had her peed on that, she peed on that shit. Grow up. Um, Matt, Doogie Hauser, math whiz ass nigga. Like, she's not thinking about that. She's dealing with physical ailments. She's dealing with right. housing issues. She's dealing with so much other shit. Neglect. Shit, neglect. She ain't thinking about steps. She ain't thinking about you, motherfucker. Like, uh, these people are loony tunes. 
and that's them speeding away from reality right there. <laughs> I, I, I have just never seen anything like this in my life. And the way they was just sitting there lying with the hot mic on, the son so dumb. He for his, I ain't ever seen such a smart dummy in my life. For him to have went so far with them math problems, but wasn't smart enough to take his damn mic off before he started talking about shit. But it was the production crew in the corner filming right. that was mm-hmm. killing me. I was mm-hmm. like, is this legal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are they doing that? They captured all day. They definitely was looking like that scene from Ma with Octavia Spencer. And she was looking, <laughs> looking through the corner. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. So just to kind of give it a teeny bit of structure, you know, yes. we didn't know much about the Barnets when we did our episode back in 2019. Obviously, we just had an article to go by, but this really gave insight, even the father's personality. Do you think he's a pathological liar? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and he get it from his mama. He? <laughs> he it was the theatrics that made it difficult to believe him and then the editing what they would do is like show his answer from 2019 and then replay his answer from like more recent interviews and yeah. they would just contradict themselves Asian every time like when they took Frank, her you know, to the creamery of? who yeah jacks that's, that's <laughs> oh my Jackson. god yes had, had, where it's like you just fam. don't Dude. know who these people are they'll say lying. any and everything but in one interview, he's saying when they went to the creamery because their youngest son loved cows and they thought it would be a great birthday present for him. And they had an electric fence. And <laughs> apparently the uh, Natalia sat down and like didn't want to keep walking. The mom trying to salvage the son's birthday because apparently she's like, OK, we're not messing up his birthday with your bullshit, Natalia. She told them to go ahead. And she sat with Natalia and was trying to get her up. And then they both fell. And she felt that Natalia purposely set that up so that she could push her towards the electric fence. Which was smart, if so. But that's not. (laughs) (laughs) But then Natalia claims we're at a farm and they weren't considering that I didn't have the proper footwear to be walking that far, which valid, you know, and she hadn't been fed. They're at this hot farm with all these animals and she started feeling sick and just sat down. And she said in the mom trying to get her up, she fell, but she starts screaming as if this was like a murderous plot to get her to to go, you know, against that electric fence that they were close to. And so where he gets caught in the lie was that in the 2019 interview, he claims they were so far. Mm-hmm. No, he claimed that they were nearby and he heard the 40 screams. to 50 yards, I think he said. Right. And they he looked back and saw them like, t- you know, tussling. <laughs> and he said the EMTs came. But then in the more recent interview, he said they were in the woods. Or in the rainforest, which also didn't make sense. A rainforest by the farm? Where are you? He's so dramatic. (laughs) They might as well have been in Oz. Right. Never, never. He said they was running miles through the rainforest and and they didn't get to them in time. So that's the thing. He's not a credible witness through all of this. Right. It's just not a reliable source. Then they lie so much, right? Like, mm -hmm. even those stories, what, what really got me was the father's literal bleeding heart sentiments with everything. He was later on so thick. She told me, no, no. You all just, you go ahead. I don't want to ruin his birthday. And so I said, sure. And we went on down and 
And I believed we were going to be all just all of that shit. Like, I hate being around people like that. <laughs> I need to, I, I need to hate, you know, just you know, main character here. syndrome. No, that was the funniest part. Asante he said, if you could bring the camera down here, I need it yeah, about man. right here. <laughs> he started beating the shit and then he hurt himself. He is a character. But the thing is, okay, like I said earlier in this episode, the episode that threw me is the episode with the neighbors in Westfield, the first apartment that Christine moved uh, Natalia to where she lived for a year. And they had true accounts of the neighbors in that complex who experienced her. And they said she was walking into their homes and in eating chips and drinking soda. And a couple of people said that she was even being inappropriate with their grandsons. One neighbor said he, she went out to the bus stop while their eight-year-old was waiting and was being inappropriate with him. They had another account of a kid rolling down a hill and her rolling down with him and then trying to pull off his pants. And so even the man in the laundry laundry room who claimed mm-hmm. she tried to proposition him. The landscapers <laughs> said the she one, would jump out of bushes. I mean... Her nephew or Okay, when they said she was jumping out the bushes. <laughs> the, land, the Mexican landscapers. <laughs> <laughs> I said, baby, she had a... Well, you know, and that's why we went to Sing Sing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's... Oh my God! Sadly, Ooh. that's why I'm more inclined to believe she's a child because it's like that sounded she, grown to me. She, but the thing is, she was told she was grown, so it's like her her parents was like, "All right, bitch, you grown, so here go your apartment, bye." So she's like, "What do I see grown people on TV do? They make out with each other." Like she hasn't been taught actual boundaries and what anything means, so she just she don't realize like on TV shows, people just walk into each other's house, homes. Maybe she just thought she was gonna. Walking to people's houses and it was nothing like she doesn't know anything. (laughs) I mean, she was from a different country too. I don't fucking know. Like, I just feel like it makes sense why she was, it makes sense why a child would be doing these things. Cause it it seems like if she was grown, like, I don't know, she would be running some numbers or something. Like, you know, I thought the phone (laughs) calls would be to like niggas in jail that, you know, got some crack bird to sell or something. I don't know. Like, it just, the things didn't go in the direction I thought they were going to go in, so I was more inclined to believe like, oh, she might be a child then. Like, this kind of actually makes more sense because y'all not going the way I thought y'all was going to go. Like, when they were talking about they were trying to find a mom and they were, like, doing the DNA test or whatever. And the gava. Yeah. Yeah, and then it was her mom. I was like, oh, okay, so it is her mom. But then Michael let him tell her, he was like, who am I? I'm supposed to just trust some random people that gave a test? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, Mind I can't, you, I don't You went through one of the sketchiest adoption processes ever. So and that, for me, was like, thank mall. you. Like, thank you. And this was a Detective Davenport, you know, from the police. Not that the police are the most reliable people, but, you know, the, right. they also really wanted to to get to the bottom of this fucking case and the like part that the part that and i'm which <laughs> he was funny and i'm with you asante on the childlike nature like i could see a kid when they said she would be waiting for them on their like at their door she knew when mm-hmm. they would come she'd be calling or like all when the, time. the woman was like we're at the game and you know we want to enjoy our son's game we'll be home later and we got home and she saw our car pulling and ran and up real running fast it. that is childlike. she was like a child and, and i'm with you home. i'm with you even walking into the homes and looking for chips and like soda like that is childlike to me but the part that i that didn't feel childlike was the propositioning men in the laundry right. room and trying to pull people's pants out like that 
children do go that's what i'm saying she had to watch some movies things, or something but like, i don't know where, that's where it was because where could she have off. even gotten the, the language for that you know like that or like maybe because she had the pubic hair but was she sexually trafficked before she was put through this adoption agency like you know there are things that could have happened like i'm just that's why i feel like i'm more inclined to believe her today because before i'd have been like yeah she was passing around like but like now i'm like i don't know like after some of the things i've seen like I feel like this was a fucking child and she was doing these things because maybe she thought they meant grown. Like even the the nasty stuff she was doing, it's like nobody actually took the time out to tell her to care for herself because I feel like they were all already so disgusted with her because of her condition. Like they weren't like the shoes, they, the Barnett's, they kept showing them dirty tatted shoes. Like they never showed that they got her a pair of proper shoes or anything. Right. Even with the new family she was, she got a walker and stuff, you know? Right, so there are these right. small to things that really could have like access. helped. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you just ignore it or act like it's not a thing, and it's like, of course she's going to be scared to say that she pooped on herself, but then she's already A, a bad bitch, and then B, Y'all hate her, so she hates y'all too. So she rubbing poop on the boys and stuff. Yeah, that part to me felt reactionary considering what Michael was saying the mom was putting her through. So at first it seemed like, oh, it's the orphan. She's psychopath. But then when you get backstory on how she was being treated... It's like, like the standing for hours, yeah. the cooking meals next to her. Tell us where you're from. Like, and that's the thing. Like, was she really forgetting some weird shit? Or at that point, was the family just being weird and they make it seem like it's weird, you know? They also because- could have turned on their mama by now, you know what I'm saying? And be making all this shit up. Some of this shit. Because to me, Fair. when they when they I gave those messages, when they showed those Facebook messages or whatever between the mother and the father. It sounded like two motherfuckers that was in on that shit together and now had mm-hmm. turned on each other. And they Trying were much more aggressive and vicious, you know what I'm saying, towards each other. I think that they was doing some shady ass backdoor adoption bullshit and got caught up in the game like you do when you're doing shit like that. And somebody gave a person who had their own experience or whatever, because I believe she's grown. Okay, <laughs> I'm convinced, and I believe that she knew that she was trying to I'm portray not. a child. I, I mm-hmm. believe that I think she was trying to portray a child, and what, and especially once I heard the way she was talking in that deposition, and once I heard her using AAVE or whatever, but and she's black also scent, older now. Yeah, that's after she'd been with her black daddy for some yeah, time. Yeah, she's well, a teenager. So she's been, you can't be doing that to tell you you got to change. Well, yeah, think of a like she's 16 you know i don't know yeah okay she's i think she's a child 16 i think that's a grown ass woman i think she's a child and i I mean i'm I'm not gonna take away from you dustin like because i'm i i I could see it right but like i I, I after what i've seen i am more inclined to believe now that she's a child Mm -hmm. now back then I was just sure that this was a grown bitch on some bullshit. I don't even remember what I said on the episode. Maybe I still believe what I believe now. But, like, there are things that do lead me to believe, like, this could have been a grown-ass woman that maybe was just trying to get into the States. I don't know. Like, it could have... It seemed that way at first. But after watching this other shit, like... And you're not wrong. The Barnett's, again... They were dirty beforehand because they showed that police report of them having some sort of like domestic dispute back in the day. So like for me, maybe this was their karma. Like they was being mean to each other because for whatever reason. And so then he, she was like, I want my fucking child or not. He's like, well, fine, I'll get your fucking child. And then they got Natalia and she terrorized their asses. And then Christine had to spend more time with Natalia. So I feel like that's why she was doing the bulk of the shit. That's why I feel like they both did it, but Christine was really caught red-handed because she was the one directly dealing with it, and she was the one directly doing most of the bullshit. Even the lie about the, <coughs> the fucking tussling by the fucking fence. Mm-hmm. 
It was when too he much. He was trying lying. to say, Natalia, she was strong. You know, her arms were really like buff. <laughs> oh I'm sitting up here thinking, like, y'all Which don't give the bitch no walker. Fuck, first of all, and not only that, but the the woman that was um, initially going to adopt her, remember, mm-hmm, who also mm-hmm, has the dystrophic mm-hmm. dysplasia, she was yep. like, this this disease is literally of the joints. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, she was like, she's not someone that could do what they're saying. And we saw Natalia trying to push the trash bin. You saw how challenging that Mm -hmm. was for her, you know, which to me was proof because it was like a candid video of her trying to push the trash bin in her neighborhood. If she was, where he said she had Schwarzenegger arms, she would have been like, that bin would have been flying. Yeah. He was a liar. I don't believe nothing the father said. I believe the mother is, and he's, he's not only is he a liar, he's slow. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's really bad with him. The mother, I think, was a little more, bit more like sinister and quick than he was, or whatever, mm-hmm. and um, and more evil, like more I, of the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Probably. God, do I have to think of everything? Yep. And then <laughs> the, when they lied on the cop though that died, yo, where they said he's the reason that they he told them to re-age her because their family's in danger, and then. We find out he passed. So, of course, they're going to use a cop that mm-hmm. passed because he can't defend himself. Mm-hmm. But then, unfortunately for them, they had an email exchange where he very explicitly said, I believe this is a child. And that's creepy. You lie on someone that, that passed on <laughs> to yeah. try to put, prove your case. Like, oh, just once I found out they were going shit. around once. It- when I thought, when I think about rather the fact that they were trying to do that backdoor adoption in general, they're not trustworthy. Like you're not, you're not trustworthy. If you're trying to pay your way quickly through an adoption process in general from the Ukraine and all that other shit, you're not trustworthy. Straight up, y'all was right. trying to cheat the damn system, and you was involved in a, some sort of black market adoption mm-hmm. shit. And this is what happens when you do that. And I think yep. that he was too hot in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And they tried to get rid of her. I think that the old girl was a it was a grown ass woman, and she found herself having to figure it out. She's figured it out all this time. She was living in them apartments by herself, doing. She was that threw me off. How was she? How was she living like that? That threw me Explain off. Explain like, it. If for if for her but to have y'all lived saw there how for dirty a she year, was. yeah, you saw how still, dirty they was. That's learned behavior just from being around them fucking. Asante, um, imagine putting an eight people. year old. In an apartment and saying "fend for yourself" for a year, they were not gonna figure it out. An eight-year-old? I don't know how she did it. Look, look, I can't visualize, especially an eight-year-old Natalia Grace. You know, like and living in an apartment that wasn't designed for accessibility. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. where she didn't have the tub that she could just easily use, or mm-hmm. the stove where she could easily access the burners, or the cabinets super high up. Even if she, you saw her on a chair, like trying to get the higher cabin is still too high. Like it just, I don't know. I don't know how she survived that year. When I watched Dr. Phil's interview, um, the, her newer parents claimed that in that apartment that she was with in Westfield, that she was in, excuse me, in Westfield for the year, the parents are more involved. Like they would drop off food and kind of check on her. And we saw some of the videos of that where he was like pressing her about where she got yeah. donuts, which was like, what? Um, so that, you know, maybe that's what they did where like they didn't stay with her, but they just popped they in. They were trying to keep it tidy in case the just in case people came for the case the CPS, and shit. Right. And then yeah. it wasn't until shit hit the fan when they were moving to Canada because Jacob got an opportunity to get his master's degree 
at a school and they were like, okay. And they sent her an hour away mm-hmm. from the county she was in and then dipped to Canada. And then not only that, but like we said, the apartment was on the second floor. So there's even less accessibility than the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's where shit hit the fan. They And she mentioned on Dr. Phil that she had only lasted there for like a month, month and a half before she met this newer family who spotted her at like a local rec center um, and, and told her, live, come live with us, which now we've learned was possibly a hustle, <laughs> which really broke my heart for real. Like I was like, no, she keeps meeting the worst of the worst. If that's the case, like I've hate that for like, her. Well, I pray, I pray that this is just one of those like, humble hood tales right like i hope that it wasn't like a we're gonna scam natalia because you know we can like i hope it was like a well shit you know we're gonna take care of her so let's we're gonna we're gonna eat off of her but we're gonna make sure she eat and we're gonna treat her right and like maybe it was like even though it was one of those like manipulative things maybe they're because you know it's kind of hard when some people are lower values or they feel like they just have to hustle different like I feel like they might th- might have thought they were hustling with a good intention, and maybe if they are living that and doing that, I don't mind it if it's coming off of the heels of the Barnetts and all the bullshit they <laughs> yeah, did. You know, the thing about it been- is when the hustle is at the expense of the literal well being of a fucking human being, and you decide to do the hustle anyway, but her well being is better. you don't have no good intention. I mean, she at her- least she looks healthy. She does her- when she's improved. She so that part uh, is the part that's confusing. It doesn't seem like they're abusing her. It you know, but it still is tricky because it's like they it set themselves up. It is because the thing is, you see all the other kids that they had too. So it's like y'all like they. I don't really know much about those families. That's why I don't want to call them weird. But like, it always looks weird to me when you see those people that just like keep randomly adopting kids. But a lot of those people they have really good in- for a lot of people. I mean, yeah, for some of it, it is a check in there, but for some of it. People really do just want to build some sort of community or places. And it's hard that to actually have met or talked to anybody like that. That's why it's like, I want to believe that these are those type of people that just really want to care for these people that need to be loved. I mean. And I think that Natalia <laughs> hopefully came up because uh, Antoine and Cynthia, that was the, uh, the name the of the new, new family. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the new parents. Right I hope there. that they... I mean, <laughs> if Natalia <laughs> has still been looking like crazy or like worse, like I would be like, damn, like right. y'all niggas is like when even when they showed her dressed up outside of court, I was like, oh, she's spinning that. But it's like she was just dressed up that one time for real. Like they still it looks like they all just like get it nice for TV and then they go back to their regular uh, means of living. So it's like, OK, so I guess they have some sort of sense for where they at. So that's sensible. Like they're not just trying to like we're going on the road, bitch. Like you're going to be our, you know, our clown act and we're going to sell this story every day. Like she's just getting to live and tell her story and hopefully heal with them. And that's why it looks like. Okay, well, I hope these people are gonna continue to treat you right. I hope that's what's happening because, like I said, I hate all that, that shit they show tell. with the Barnett. I can't but, read this story. But the I thing can't is, tell. I can't really even put my. I can't even judge them because it's like we literally just got finished talking about how the Barnett did all this shit to her. Like, so I can't even look at this white lady and her with her black man and be like, "Y'all some fucked up people" because they haven't done anything fucked up to her yet. Like, not yet. But imagine if this well, is legit. If this was legit, an eight year old. Like, that's all I keep thinking. What that's if what this is legit an was. eight-year-old living think. in that apartment by herself? What I keep thinking is, why hasn't anybody... Because ultimately, like, this has to fall in somebody's lap, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why haven't they traced this back to the original adoption and been like, yo, 
who facilitated this? Who set this up? Who are y'all talking to? That's who it's on. You know what I'm saying? Like, go back, find them, prosecute them, do a bust of whatever that ring is, and figure it all out that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. I mean, because all we knew was that, remember there was uh, the Chacones? Remember? Mm-hmm. When they mm-hmm. talked about the Gary and Diane Chacon, who were like the original parents that were trying to sell her out mm-hmm. to the Little People of America conferences mm-hmm. and conventions. Under the table. And then I, that was, under the table. Wrong. Literally under the table. And so that was tricky too because they told one... <laughs> Dustin, they told one family 25K for legal fees, mm-hmm. but then they told another family 30K for medical fees. It's like they just were just trying to get her paid and get her out. It wasn't working out. Then they're the ones that com- that uh, contacted the shepherd, whatever the shepherd's place, the, the rundown mall adoption agency. And, that's, and then they called... Michael and Christine Barnett saying, we know that you guys have this daycare um, for special needs children. You know, we'd love for you to come meet Natalia. We have this opportunity, but it has to be done in 24 hours. Nah, dog. And they couldn't see her before they signed the paperwork, which is what blew me. Like, all of this just sounded so sketch. But we also don't know if any of this is true either. Because it's also Michael telling the story. It's probably he don't want to tell what really happened, how he really got Natalia. We probably won't know. The fact that they had a daycare, the fact that they were in touch with that sketchy ass in a garage too, which confused me. A daycare in a garage. Well, look how they had the damn son living now. Look how hell. Look how the daddy living. Did you see them baseboards, them nasty ass baseboards mm-hmm. in that house and all that shit? Like all it over hadn't the been wall. wiped down in years. He he looked like he had been wiped sticky. down in years. Yeah, <laughs> and his mama too sitting up there at them tree legs. Ain't and ain't, ain't motherfucking ain't motherfucking done nothing about her weird, crazy ass, fucked up son who's got all this crazy. They shit They say going he wears on. his heart on his sleeves. That's what yeah, it, okay. that's what it is, with Michael. But I believe that Michael and them were cycling, funneling children. You know what I'm saying on the black market through their fucking daycare from the Damn, adoption imagine. agency or whatever, selling kids and shit, doing all that. I believe that was the connection, and I believe this one probably. I bet either fucked up and stole some money or something. And the people is like, well, boom, now it's on y'all. And you can't say nothing about us because we got like extortion. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that's because notice he went, him and the wife went straight to attacking each other. They supposed to be united going on who brought them into that situation in the first place, but they haven't. Neither one of them have been like, we need to get them motherfuckers for what they did and got us in this predicament in the first place. They just started attacking each other. So that's how you know that there's a reason they're not tracing this back to the appropriate people. You know what I'm saying? It's all a fucking scam. All of it. And that's the part I don't even understand how they weren't involved in the documentary to begin with. The original... The Shepherd's yep. Place Adoption My Agency. Exactly. They kind of got to skate through this. My point like, exactly. No information on how they got Natalia from the Chacon family. No information on any of that. And I'm surprised the producers of the documentary didn't look deeper into that or lean into that part of the story because that's right. where the story is. You right. know, so that's what I was like, who paid for this? Did Michael pay for this? <laughs> we're Black paying Michael for adoption. it because we had to sit through six episodes of this weird motherfucker. <laughs> Which was entirely too long. And I right. get it. They probably wanted to stretch it out because that's Make where the money salacious. is. Yeah, but it's like, this could have literally been a two-part series. <laughs> like, Did you see the I tell you what happened in that thing? basement? Oh. <laughs> and that, where that son was in? <laughs> and Jacob why was, was he doing the interview from the bed? Because it's... 
That was, was his, his comfort. Room. Yeah. His safe place. No, his what safe about place. the neighbor? The nosy neighbor, Rachel? Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> friend. Yes. First of all, she was like, I mean, never saw her again because I'm I didn't Rachel. want my daughter playing. <laughs> oh. She was okay. so nosy. She's like, mm-mm, she ain't come around here no more. Now, while on the Zoom, they had me laughing oh, when the black man, uh, the the what's he the district attorney? Oh, he was and, um Christine's lawyer. lawyer. He was an asshole. <laughs> he had me drinking crying. and eating pizza and donuts the whole fucking time. Why? And what was, was that mad about? Me to Natalia, like anything she was saying, he was looking away, like he was looking up at a TV or yep, something. I yep. was like, what kind like, of unprofessional? That nigga shit. was really on some shit, and it just took me out every time I seen him. I was like, what? Is and he going was so on? defensive. Like he would get, he was like, what are you trying to tell me? I ain't here for the truth. Right. No, no, you ain't gonna stop me. You're, it just he kept it getting so triggered and defensive and arguing. Because I will not let this man lie on me. Well, you know, black people in Indiana really don't be playing that bullshit, though. To I be mean, honest with you, like, they don't be having it. Time and so, place, time you know, and place. You at work? Was so funny. It was just cocktails and beer everywhere, and pizza and donuts and shit, and they just laughing. Oh, when he told that nigga not to eat I'm that like, donut, what the fuck? Oh, like, oh, what the do y'all care about what's going on? He said, put it down. Why was that scene happening? <laughs> I was like, why, why is this that in here? <laughs> why is this here? I just needed to know. No, then what was killing me too was the B-roll of the actress they got to play Natalia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. the B-roll. Doing shit. Rolling out that car and... um. Doing moving shit and that little hands. They had her hands on. They would do close ups <laughs> on her hands on shit. I hated it so much. They had. I'm not to gonna know. lie to you. Oh Jesus! I, I knew. The, I knew the doc was really gonna be some shit in that first episode when they were showing um, the the mom of the other young lady that was Natalia's age with dwarfism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Elva. Elva Reyes, <laughs> yes. her daughter Therese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was the one. She was like. <laughs> Yeah, she just didn't look, you know. They like, was wearing Natalia ass out. And I believe no, every word. No, the part that made me laugh was when they said, her. and she never came back. We mm-hmm. never saw her again. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, fuck you. Very much not up in here. I'm sorry, that's Not up. up in here. They Think about never it. Came back. Would you have her up in your damn house like that? And my thing is, if they were able to establish some sort of boundaries, and y'all, y'all say she walking up in everybody else's motherfucking house and shit, why were they able to establish firm boundaries like that? You know what I'm saying? It's just to people have different motivations. I don't care what nobody say. Like but they, they was kept, keeping it real. Like, but they kept focusing on the fact that Natalia's head was, was different. Big, yeah, you know, and that yeah. to me is a little unfair because it's not like everyone has the same head. Everyone don't have a well, baby I have face. A big ass head, <laughs> so I'm the first. And, like to me, it was kind of irritating because I'm like, everyone's not going to look exactly the same. Regardless, but, there's some kids that look grown. Like but, that's just the reality. But there's kids that look grown, but still have something childlike. When when <laughs> when Natalia was next to that other girl that was supposed to be the same age, <laughs> and she started on the chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, you no, know what I'm saying. When, he, I was when like, Michael said she started blowing her cheeks. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> First of all, I'm sorry. Like, Y'all can't tell me. Like, <laughs> but you know, Mike would be telling them stories too. It was a it was self um, broken clock you know. is right twice a day, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just telling you, like, I, no. I, I believe I, when Ooh. they were side by side, you know I was 
Or side by side with that neighbor that said she came up to his grandson that was mm-hmm. on the little, um, mm-hmm. like the little motorcycle mm-hmm. or not motorcycle, I whatever it was, it was. little three wheeler, and yeah. and then power she wheel. came next power wheel. wheel. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going through the Rolodex of toys, and then you saw the video where she was next to him on her bike. And the guy was like, she had a little bra. Like, you could see the straps. And she had a grown woman underwear. And, well, she was eight, though, at that point. Well, because I feel like Mike and them had had bought her. They were like, you grown, bitch. So we got to buy you, you know, some things. So people know you grown. As, like, part of the setup, maybe? Uh I don't know. That's the part. I just, I'm so Just because even when I think about, because dialing back to what we were just talking about, like, about how some of the kids be looking grown or, like, having big heads, but they still kids. Even when I think about like them talking about the pubes, like, I don't know. Like, you know, they were, I've never clicked on any of those weird ass ass, but they'll be like, a girl pregnant at 10. At, and it's like, I don't want to know about that. So, like, maybe mm-hmm. something. Don't ever click maybe, none of that shit. Right. Look, that's what I'm saying. Ever. I don't click on that, like, for real. <laughs> and when you see oh, that, that that's why you. I said it real Clear quick. I'm not promoting any of that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> look, look, I hope the algorithm is better. They check computers. But, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't click on none of that, but like, do you, you see stories sometimes of weird shit like that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, is this well, that one of those stories actually happening? Like, what is that? Like, so when I hear about that, I'm like, maybe it was that. Maybe it's because she has all those other conditions, it might have pushed something, a hormone up, and she had a little pube or two. And maybe it wasn't because did Michael say he saw well, it or was Christina the only witness? They said they because I already don't believe either of them anyway. Well, he then, said she called him in and told him look down, and then they also mentioned her having a menstrual cycle mm-hmm. which was confusing because the new parents in the Dr. Phil interview said she, she just got one. it like she, recently yeah because yeah, she's 16 and so I don't know I, I really and, don't know it's believe and remember y'all. on that same zoom really with the attorney that was one of the things the guy was saying that she was 10 but think was, about that's it. why they was arguing the new family would want her to be as young as she could possibly be because that extends the time of money that they're going to get for her you know what I'm saying Mm. Think about that. So shit. maybe it was like a scammer link. So up. they would want the new family would want her to be shit. young, but if you didn't feel like dealing with her, you would want her to be older. Especially if you felt like she was older, they want her to appear to skew. I shouldn't say skew because now I'm thinking about her on the damn thing. <laughs> but like, <laughs> think about a kebab. <laughs> but if you want her to skew younger, I mean, if you want her the money to roll longer, you want her to skew younger in age. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I that just, makes sense if it's if what they're up to is a finesse. The con, what's the con? Oh gosh! Either way, it's just like God damn. So how y'all explain the the commentary from the nurse people or the staff at the facility? Then? That's the part that. But okay, here's a, another perspective. Kids that have been in the system get exposed to a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they grow up differently. You know, they get treated differently. Like we we have heard stories. We have family members. We know a lot of the shit that goes on. Yeah. So we don't know what she got exposed to, especially they said she had gone through 30 families. Mm-hmm. And and there was a nurse, I believe, that said that she um had told them she was like a part of like a prostitution. I don't know if it was like a brothel that she like something where she got exposed to that lifestyle. And so we don't know, like, True. like uh, kind of like Asante was saying earlier, we don't know what she is mimicking, you know, that she had been modeled. Like, that's why I'm like all the jokes aside, because it was just it was funny hearing all the black nurses <laughs> just because they was like, we stay anonymous, but you 
you knew just they by said that was him. not a child not a child and just how she was acting telling people they were her boyfriends like i don't know it's just so much conflict like i genuinely don't know what to believe but in my mind i feel she's a child i do what's your even hearing side her, even seeing yeah, her I dr phil child. she looked like a 16 year old to me I vote child. I feel like maybe because again, we don't know the origins. We don't like we don't know how she got here. We don't know what happened before she got here. There are just so many things that we don't know to why she could have been acting the way she was acting to explain some of those gaps. But for the way she was acting, it seemed because even when she wasn't being so childlike, it's like she wasn't really running it up. Like, you know, she wasn't going she was going to the house to get chips and juice. They didn't say, Well, my jewelry was missing, you know? Like she was <laughs> She was being a sexual deviant. Like, she wasn't taught she was doing boundaries. Like, because a child. Look you know, that's snacks. what I'm saying. Like, I, <laughs> so my boy is child. Um, I really hope, I mean, I want to be wrong just because that'd be fucked up if it happened to a child, you know? So I want to be wrong. Yeah. What about you, Dusty? Yeah, she grown. <laughs> I hope she's grown. That's a, that's a dice rolling, beer buying. You know what I'm saying? She has all the cigarette purchases. But the judge woman. made up her age. He said she hasn't grown he, in four ass, years. She has to judges, be over 18. Judges make up shit all the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's what they and do. And then added four years and said she was 22 and stamped it. Like, that's crazy. Well, well. And so and honestly, that's from why it 2003 like- to 1989. <laughs> like, what? And, and that's why I remember when she was struggling to tell her age, like, she just seems like she has time or has a hard time remembering things or she's repeating been told back. so many things she has a legal yeah, age that, that, she has a real age she has the ukraine age it's like that's i think a lot. she's a how you say karen in ukraine <laughs> no i, I think, think that uh, she's christine a... what's her name was it christine yeah i think christine was the motherfucking karen yeah that's why she was doing all that extra shit all the goddamn time and it made me but sad when like they when they crazy. discovered the mom um, the detective Davenport found her in the Ukraine and they were talking to her through Zoom and she was mm-hmm. saying that she regrets listening to the doctor because her story was that when she was born and the doctors told her she would have to have so many surgeries and that he didn't feel that her family had the financial capabilities for these surgeries. He basically told her, this kid's going to be a burden. And I don't think so they can need to find that let her go. Right. And the mom said she regrets just listening to him and just like, you know, following his authority and gave her up. We need to find that doctor and see where the paperwork trail leads. She, Cause she um, also didn't say bring her back. <laughs> you know what? Because you know if she feels so bad about how things happen, you know what I'm saying? Then you go get it. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't talking to like Oprah or nobody, you know, like. So it's like that nobody. I mean, was I will say her. that is, she didn't say like, "Can we reunite me with my child?" <laughs> I mean, she didn't say it, but you know, maybe so she knew what time see, she, was. She showed, look, what's them? You seen them robots on the Renaissance tour? Asasha, <laughs> I know you did the frame. You got to look at the. You got to look at the framing of things sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because she no, showed you know set that killed, up, didn't you? She, know she framed the story. At the end of the Dr. <laughs> Phil episode, he was... Dustin is voking right now. He said that, that Natalia said she would be willing to meet her mom. Did y'all see that? She told Dr. Phil, I'd be willing to meet my mom if you guys set it up. And Dr. Phil was like, and we will, you know, have an update when we do. And he just never said it up. I was like, what happened? You left her hanging. You never said it up. So he, 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 he was like, he I, I got to talk to my producers about that. 
Cause um, I don't know if that's in the well, Maybe he did <laughs> no. Aqua Velvet or what, what was the mama's name? Anna Gava. Uh, Anna Gava, <laughs> or whatever her name, Aquafina, whatever. Her the mama at damn mm-hmm. sure didn't say bring back my. We didn't, didn't see how many pictures of Michelle Obama holding that sign. Bring back my girls. We <laughs> didn't see what? that. That's we didn't see Aquafina do it. So you know what I'm I saying. I mean, you have a point there. It was yeah, weird that she didn't have to be she reunited. She framed but... it. She framed it, and she set it up. To make it seem like she was so distraught about what happened back in back thirty years ago, what happened? <laughs> oh my God, she was she was so distraught about what happened, but she set it up to make it seem like that. And then what? Never followed through. It never came to get her motherfucking baby. So y'all can. But it could her. also be a thing of like she might not have much to offer. Yeah, yeah that's all the more like she, reason to ask. That's why she gave her up in the first place. You know, then and now that you got the attention and the conversation is going. Ask for the help. Come uh, but the I think States. that she probably is looking at like, you, I feel like she, the way I might be wildly incorrect. So excuse me if I'm being offensive to anybody, but I feel like Anna might be thinking like, you know, even though shit is bad over there, she's still in America. So, right. you and know, might be she's doing better than I am. And it's like, girl, she needs a mother. She needs you. And she's Y'all not Y'all don't like remember that. how the sister told her just talk to him remember when they rolled that oh, pulled up on the sister, sister right uh-huh. the twins and, yeah you. and the sister was on the she called her first of all mm-hmm. let's think about that you you ain't gonna make me call daria or my brother about some <laughs> shit you know what i'm saying on let's, camera let's there. she called on her speakerphone okay. when, she, when the when the mama started kind of spazzing a little bit she was like just talk to him <laughs> They've discussed this. You know what I'm saying? They have had mm-hmm. resolve amongst themselves about this and shit. And the sister kind of was like, just talk to them. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe that mama. I believe she's trying to avoid all connection and responsibility towards that girl. And I believe that the girl is a grown woman. I believe that. That's it. I am. I am. But done. the math ain't mathing because apparently that mom was born in like 79. How would she have... A thirty-three-year-old. You, you believe the mom? <laughs> I, I, I do don't. believe the mom. I do. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it was guilt. You and know, I feel bad. She I'm might even be ashamed Anna. trying to ask him for it today. I'm gonna call her like, Anna, you know? not the mama, because she's not the mama. She's <laughs> Anna. Okay. Either way, I feel. I don't know. I the confusion lies is is Natalia Grace the psychopath they're painting her out to be. Or is she just misunderstood, neglected, and was reactionary to her treatment, you know? And it was misread by people who are already viewing her as, like, you know, scary. Like, there were so many words that were used to describe her. Like, the old white neighbor, she kept calling her scary and all this stuff. And then you saw the Mm -hmm. teacher that was supposed to be her adoptive parent. Like, she was so irritated by how people were describing this child. Like, she's like, Mm -hmm. I've had kids say the wildest shit to me but it's like when you know kids that have been through some shit like yeah you understand where it's coming you understand where it's coming from and you approach it differently you know like like natasha says it's an unmet need shout out to supernova mama yes so you know (laughs) i don't know it's just like i said by the end of this i was still confused and the fact that christine and michael are both free Michael got let off. Michael won the trial and then Christine got let off because it was dismissed. That's crazy to me yep. that they're just going to move on as if they didn't have a, whether she was eight or 30, she was disabled and you had her alone in an apartment. 
that yeah. in itself is is like should be charged for neglect. Y'all are do harm. They are the Barnetts are do harm as a family. And then he Sense had a special Natalia. ed, special education, no special needs daycare. That's scary to think about. If they treated their adoptive daughter this way, scary to think about. I think all that needs to be reopened and investigated. But anyway, mm-hmm. this was get them white people. Right, this was the up. Did we meet? Did we did we miss any other? I feel like we covered, even though we bounced around a bit, but we covered all the bigger details of like the Barnetts I mean, being against each other, Natalia living in these apartments by herself, her her stint at the psychiatric ward and what the nurses were relaying about her we got to meet the barnettes and their kid jacob and get more insight into who they were and we see that it's nothing but theatrics which makes it hard to believe them we didn't really discuss it because we touched on so many different things Mm -hmm. but yeah the the barnettes we talked about how they turned on each other but um, in the divorce, because we didn't talk about them having three boys or anything specific. So a lot of the listeners are going to watch this anyway. But, right. you know, that because of the divorce, how she took the, the, younger the custody two. of the boys because of the um, sexual uh, harass sexual uh, misconduct that she was uh, talking about that Dustin referred to earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because she, what a weirdo. The, the whole family, they're all just weirdos. And I just can't get over that. Yep, the signs. Sending prayers to Natalia Grace. I hope the new family you're with is, I mean, I hope you are okay. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they are all right. This is a lot. I wondered that too, though. Like, regardless. what if she's blackmailing Regardless of if she's finessed, they're finessing her or not. How do you watch a doc where you don't know if this is a psychopath or not? Right. (laughs) Like, are they around your kids? I don't know. There's just so much confusion. Right. This is such. You think they, they watched the doc Rubik's together? Cube. Of course they did. They called this a Rubik's cube, and that really is what it feels like. One because of the detectives called it that. It's impossible to organize this information. You're supposed to follow the facts, but where are the facts leading you? It's too you know much lying saying? and covering up, and that's yep. why we can't get to the root of anything. Yep. It and, makes I, it very and, hard. and the father and that rotten ass mother are the fucking source of it all to me. And even though I do feel like um, Natanya, Natanya, <laughs> even I though mean, I do feel like Natalia Grace, right? <laughs> um, even though I do feel like Natalia Grace has grown, okay, um, you know, I still feel like she was taken advantage of by that family. That she still deserved family. to be taken yeah. care of. I really wish she had fallen into the hands of that teacher that really wanted yeah. her. Falling into the hands of Dustin. That teacher that really wanted her, the one that was that was like damn near in tears, saying that she feels like this yeah. is her yeah. child. Yeah. Oh, that bothered me so much because I'm like, imagine the life she could have had. Yeah, if she had some. Imagine the life they both, they all could have had that family, and she you would know? understand her better. You know, even mm-hmm. the um, the Ferris family, the one that the father said he was intuitive and kind of sensed that something was oh, up yeah. with the Chacones, how they were like trying to sell her off and he was like something felt evil he's like i couldn't tell if it was natalia herself or the situation she was in you know just sad it's sad because i wish she would have gotten to them yeah they seem really cool it would have been beautiful if she could have gotten to them or that that teacher that that also had dystrophic displays just she could have imagine what her house is like 
so all the yep. access for Natalia to grow up properly, yep. you know, being it's able already to use set that, up. It's all set up. Like what? Mm-hmm. They they understand what you're going through. You, look, the legs ain't gonna be hurting. You know, it's gonna be you a whole know, different proper, thing. Proper proper shoes, like all proper that clothes. Shit. Which that's ridiculous, and you shouldn't even. First of all. There's just so much. She shouldn't. Have, I hate to right. dial the conversation back, but this should have been blocked, and this story should have been stopped at several different points in this timeline. They never should have been able to put her in an apartment for a year, going over there once, twice a week, once, twice a day, or not. A person with the needs that she had shouldn't have been in that apartment. That should have I been the so. first cut off from the the like the leasing the office should have been something. The leasing anybody, office, you know, all these fucking neighbors who was calling. There's no way in hell. There's just going to be a kid living in an apartment and there's not a full stop in the community. And that was the weird part because we heard we heard audio from the leasing manager. So she clearly was fully aware that that was of Natalia's needs. She was just like, well, we got our three complaints. So, you know, now we're going to kick yeah. her out. You know, we didn't care that it was a child before. It was like, oh, OK. That was weird. <laughs> that was super weird. I was like, so the manager knew that she was in there with needs. And this whole didn't, thing mm-hmm. is weird and fishy. And it's Very jokes strange. abound. I didn't held back a lot in this conversation because y'all focused on the serious wow, part. Thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we in a new damage, brother. Keep it above board, you know. <laughs> but I just um, we dance I'm telling you. <laughs> no, but wishing you well, Natalia, whatever your <laughs> truth is, sister. <laughs> 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 Oh my God! I mean, you know, you don't know because <laughs> I mean, we just don't know. Just you know, don't I tell you, what, know. I we want know. we we want to know, but we just don't. She know. She ain't pulling no knife on me. I could tell you uh, that. Period, right, mother. Period. Now, no. When they said they made her sleep, when the mom told her she gonna sleep on the deck on the <laughs> porch. <laughs> What is going on? Christine you needs to be in a, a women's prison. She need her ass. And beat. then the husband talking about oh, I lies. was so afraid of her. I was afraid <laughs> to stand up to her. I could do it today, but I couldn't then. <laughs> so Michael, get the fuck out the right. house and go reset and come Looking back and like be real. Because I can't Batman. do this. <laughs> I can't stand him, man. Like I cannot stand him. The whole oh. family needs to just go down the river. Mm. Yep, together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're gonna keep Nothing investigating, but maybe time. not. Because they said what double jeopardy, where you can't go back even yeah. if more details come out. Oof. Anyway, that's a well, update. I hope a new case arises. Right, Sorry. that's the update. Actually, I don't. That's terrible. Songs with Tyler is okay. That's the the update. Hopefully, she have a prom send off since she had a black family and they believe she. Young. Oh my God! Could you imagine? Hopefully, she, she be have, on the shade room. Yep. Hopefully, she have a prom oh send off. Where's Natalia dress yep. and her her lace front? She did have her hair going over one eye when it was done. And not too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she had. <laughs> not that, you for the put her on Zeus or Roland Ray. <laughs> so I I don't see the correlation. But what I will say is the conversation. Could you imagine they do that? No. What I would like to see is her have a prom send off i want to see the balloon wall i want to see the red carpet all of that shit i want her to i want them to rip her out the plastic that's what i want to see i want to see (laughs) a custom custom prom prom gown you know what i'm saying uh with the whip all that shit and i want to see them rip her out the plastic since she since you want to be at a black house and talk black (laughs) then let's keep it going let's full blackness and what is is she doing this weekend too I'm going to check her social media since she want to be a black oh teenager. God. 
Has she been on Imagine TikTok? Imagine this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you should change your name back to Natasha. You know, it's got a little more flavor no, to it, No, would Dustin right? call her Natanya? <laughs> yeah, Natanya. Natanya <laughs> Grace. Natanya is just I believe it. I want to see her doing prom household. stuff. I want to see her doing TikToks. I want to see her doing all the stuff. Aww. Has she been watching Lele? You know, I want to know. I want to know if she's doing all the stuff. I mean, she's also like do. 18 she, at this <laughs> right. point. Like, I think she's actually 20. Because she was 19 oh, with last oh, right, year. Right, so right, I think right. she's like 20 now. Damn, that's crazy. Or maybe. Or 20 this year. Mm, all right. Well, oh, was she out? Was well, she out? Things. Well, 40, apparently, yeah. to Dustin. You in Indiana? Did you go to Black Expo? Those of y'all who are in Indiana, <laughs> y'all know about the Black Expo in Indianapolis. You know about the, <laughs> so y'all know about the Circle City Classic. Have y'all seen the Tiger Grace down to the Circle City Classic? All the shit black people do in Indiana, y'all know what it is. Dustin and Chicago said, you right better there. better let me know, better yep. let me know. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> now see I'm glad I caught myself because I was really finna tie the bow but I'm not gonna do it thank you the best no I can't no nope. it. it was just a, it was gonna be a clean sweet but I'm not gonna do Woo. it so yep, that, that wraps our updates on the curious case of if anybody seen Natalia at the Essence Festival come on <laughs> oh up soon at LeMert Park her? If you seen her yesterday, where was she yesterday? Was she down there? Was she down at Lamert Park in the Stampede? (laughs) With Antoine and Cynthia. Was she up on the roof of that wing stop or what a wing place, whatever that was? Oh Oh my God, Christine was a former Amish. She abandoned her Amish background in order to marry Michael. Christine Barnett? Oh, wow. An Amish. (laughs) Lord, the, the, the layers. That's why she was crazy. The layers to the story. So let's bring in... Oh, well, before we say that, those of you listening, let us know what you think in the comments. Did this uh, documentary confuse you further? Did you do pick you a side? Do you think she's a child? Right. Or do you think she's an adult? Let us know what you think and your thoughts of the Barnett family, too, because Michael was... How much do you love Michael? <laughs> <laughs> this is the friend Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today let's bring in the wind chimes i have a a personal question to ask y'all let's talk about hygiene oh okay okay right i think it's important it's it's a one of those conversations that's like weird for some people they get very like restless (laughs) talking about it but i know there are people that genuinely would love to know what other people what's their routine like do you have specific products that you use that are separate from the rest of your body that's just for your private parts do you have do you just use one product that's for everything do you have a routine a regimen i'm super curious what y'all use in your private parts dustin um okay well you know I very much wash my body with Dove soap. You know what I'm saying? First of all, on a just an overall level, I feel clean. You know what I'm saying? Using that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then I go on top of that and I use this body wash from Le Labo that I love. You know what Come I'm saying? Come on, Le Labo, you would. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that's my that's my you know one two. What three, is it? Actually, Santal thirty three. So I yeah, and then I like the rose. <laughs> I like the rose. I can't remember the number of the rose one, but the lady know me, so she always know what I get. And they look up your profile. But anyway, so um, I do that and then um, I get out the shower and I use Joanna Vargas skincare products on my face. You didn't um, mention it. Yep. I use a certain type of deodorant thing sponsoring me. So I really feel bad about, feel weird about endorsing all this shit anyway. Especially you never you know. Dub, That's how they find need you. To holler at me, Dove. Let us know. What's up? You better let me know. <laughs> For real. Um, but I use those things. And then I use um, this Cetaphil moisturizing lotion all over my body. And then I use mm. Vaseline on top of that. People think that's okay. kind of weird, but like I'm not into being ashy and I like it seals in the moisture. I got head you. to toe coverage, you know what I'm saying? So um hot shout out to knees and elbows and hands, knuckles of any sort and size. Um, but yeah, I do all that. Um another thing I do that I think everybody does, at least I hope everybody does universally all around the world, in my shower. Uh, after I soap up and clean up underneath the undercarriage and shit and get down in betwixt the crack <laughs> that ass, I turn around my back to the water shower stream and do like this. <laughs> I think That's we all so do that. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's the other part of my routine and regimen I wanted to share. Yeah, I'm always kind of shocked when I hear those videos that go mm-hmm. viral of men saying they don't open don't do one of them just went viral they don't and I was so upset their, that and like happened. is this for real or is that just some internet shit cause ain't no way what the hell does your ass smell like if you're afraid to spread it it's just so <laughs> odd to me talking about that the shot the water gets to it that they, that's that what means. they say what right and y'all be done. And Sukiana talking about eating a nigga's ass. <laughs> Just childish and strange. Anyway. And gross. Oh, thank you. Oh, wait. Do you have a... Do you switch your regimen now that it's summer and it's like so mm-hmm. hot outside? You still do the Cetaphil with mm-hmm. um, Vaseline? Mm-hmm. And you don't get sweaty through your shirt or nothing? Mm-hmm. That's gangster. Mm-hmm. No. So is that the question, friend? <laughs> yeah, I just want to know your hygiene because I'm going to share. You want to do oral care too? Uh, why not? Yeah, that could so, be helpful oh, for people. Okay, I brush my teeth a lot, mm-hmm. like a lot. I smoke marijuana, and on top of that, I eat. When I had braces when I was twelve and thirteen, so my oral hygiene regimen is, you know, a one. I go to the dentist. I brush my teeth after I eat. As soon as I get up, when I feel like it, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. I believe in using mouthwash and an antiseptic, oral antiseptic. You know what I'm saying. All that is important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and people need gum and mints as well. <laughs> what Thank about you, Asante? What's your routine? And share whichever I, part of it you want to. Look, I, look, Don't I, feel I, I thought pressured. it was. Look, I just thought you were asking for one portion of the thing. That's why I was like, so was that the question? Because that is actually my thing that I switched. Mm-hmm. I cannot. Oh, so actually, um, the you know soap uh wash all that but i'm just gonna skip right to the lotioning part Mm -hmm. lotion and like an oil or sometimes just an oil but definitely for the summertime i cannot do multiple or the the lotion and the oil because i I would be a sweaty betty if i had layers on i'm still trying to figure out how to cut it down well yeah yeah i was like true I mean, yeah, but I feel like I like it's extra like the the times that I have done it. I feel like I have swamped that. I'm like, I have to get back in the shower. I got to wash all this shit off and start again like because this is crazy. 
but that yes, that like is sweating through that was shit. my tweak. <laughs> I could not do the lotion. Oh, uh, sun. Look, I had to get a moisturizing sunscreen mm. and and lotion. And then, uh, well, I did the not lotion. Um, I did the oil and then the moisturizing sunscreen. Because after that, you still got to do the motherfucking um bug spray. Oh my god! <laughs> so I yes. was like, it's it's always different layers for different things. But yeah, uh, if, if we're talking about specific products, well, yeah, I, I was like curious. Through, just if anything, just um for your private like things product, that I love. Like, what do you? Oh, use oh, for the, oh, to keep oh, that yeah, that, that was one of your yeah. main things. Your private mm-hmm. part? Okay. So, yeah. Uh, did I answer that? You said Dove, right? Yes, you, yeah, okay. I didn't yeah, know. I thought it dove. was overall. I missed the private part because I would have really went in, but okay. Well, no, because I know people, especially <laughs> women, have questions about like pH, mm-hmm. and same with men. I mean, questions about pH and like what products should you be yeah, using your private high. parts and <laughs> <laughs> products that won't that won't about. create irritations, <laughs> you know, and 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 any kind of complications. So I think it's a conversation we don't have enough for people yeah. to share. Like, what are you using in your private parts? Oh, Oh well, yeah, that's what I use though, real talk. Oh, and you use, and I'm assuming like with mm-hmm. a rag, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Right. Like, get a rag, rag. You gotta rag, lift rag, things rag. up and move things over and stuff, and go around and under all of that. You have to do Amen. that. I swear by rags. I will travel with the rag because certain countries don't be giving mm-hmm. rags. So mm-hmm. it's like True. rag is necessary. Um, it is it is essential. Um, one thing I will say is that Dove has this body wash like this, like the Men Care line. Mm-hmm. That body wash is so good. Mm. But um, is it I the love blue any one? sort of like. Is it blue? It's like a. Gray, I think. Well, no, there's the like bottle. a bunch of different ones. Like, oh, it looks like. You know how the men's care is like. ones at people's houses. <laughs> you know how the men's care is like that gray packaging or whatever? Mm-hmm. So now, like, the liquids be in different colors for like the different. Um, gotcha. I was supposed to say the different flavors, the different scents and things. Gotcha. Uh, so I like their body wash right now, actually, which is so random. Um, bar soap, I actually. It's I'm backwards with this, but don't judge me because I have a scented bar soap and then I use the body wash and it's like, why would you do that? But anyway, (laughs) it's I don't see nothing wrong. I mean, I just, you know, like the way it smells and it like really gets the shower started. It's like a whole thing. Um, It's a roast uh, scented um, bar soap actually from um, Caswell Massey. I get several of my products from there. I have like the body lotion I get from Caswell Massey because it's got like the jojoba oil in it and... um, a bunch of other oils and shit in it, but it's like luscious as fuck and it spreads super easy. And uh, it's great for the full body experience. Also specifically in the body for, uh, in the shower for uh, private parts, love a good sugar scrub and love a good, Oh yeah, um, I love a scrub. Like a, love a good tea tree wash or coconut wash or, I feel like everybody's body's different so I don't want to say anything specific. Some people love a good like coffee scrub to uh, really reinvigorate some things, but I don't know if, those supposed to go in certain places for certain people. So, you know, try some things out, but I guess do some research first so you don't hurt yourself. I love that. Uh, test sample areas. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. When they say to make sure it doesn't um, cause any complications. Is mm-hmm. that it? I like that. Uh, th- there are other things that I'm forgetting. The- there's a whole cart in my bathroom full of shit. Like, and they're all different things. Like, there are five different things for the face. There are four different things, several different things for the shower. Actually, uh, I I like to switch between spray deodorant and um, <coughs> apply deodorant. I've um, never I- understood spray deodorant. Me it is so cold. It's so cold. Uh, I remember being little, and my mom used to use it, and she put it on me, and I would be like, "Ah, oh, no, no, uh-huh. no." <laughs> I do remember that. Like I, so I remember cold. being like extra chilling as a child. It's like crying. You know, I love a, 
<laughs> I, I love it. It's, right. it's like it's, it's, it's right. freezing. It's freezing all the things up under there. But like, definitely always year round for me, uh, antiperspirant and deodorant. Mm-hmm. But definitely because of summertime, both. But um, if it gets really bad, clinical strength. But you know, you just really need to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you yeah, for sharing. I'm not right now. I appreciate. I appreciate I y'all be clinical strength. being open about Sorry. it. Yes, um, thank you. For so, what I wanted to share was because I, you know, especially with what women use, I think a lot of people were raised to be kind of obsessive with smell, you know, mm-hmm. and so a lot of people would use like the the douche. <laughs> Remember that? I always think of that video that Kid Fury loves. <laughs> Remember the little kid, the douche. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they um, spelled it with doubt. Something to clean doubt. the coochie with. <laughs> Doubt. Doubt. Um, <laughs> shout out to Fury. But, yes. you know, people will be so concerned, so they'll use a lot of scented products and it'll throw off their pH. And they don't realize that it's creating like a chemical reaction that is not useful. And a lot of people I realize, especially when I go to like airport bathrooms or just women's bathrooms in general, there's such so many ranges of smells that makes me wonder... <laughs> Make me wonder too, women's baby. relationships with their bodies really you know to not be like that smell you might want to get that checked out or if like you even understand because sometimes you just you might not be familiar because like i said we were socialized to like be uncomfortable mm-hmm. with these conversations and what's a natural odor that your body's gonna have what's an odor that is because of the products that you're using that your ph is off go ahead asante <laughs> just real quick side note where are you in vanderpump rules Oh my God, where am I? What season? Five, I think. Okay, never mind. I thought in season six, this is a conversation. Go ahead. Really? In season six? (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's somebody was funky. Someone was funky? Well, they were talking about in a past relationship that that was something that was often said to them. Oh no. I'm going to guess Ariana because I know she's always talking about oh um, her relationship. What? Her ex was, was yes. it her? I knew it. Yes. Not because well, so she, she smells. I don't know her. No, she always yeah, talked about I an mean, abusive was... ex she had that like used oh. to tell her crazy things about herself just to take her down, knock her down a peg. But mind you, he's so... probably stunned. <laughs> <laughs> He just sound like an asshole. But oh. so I'm always it's Precisely. always it's also a very <laughs> it's also a very sensitive area. So I've never felt comfortable Literally. suggesting products because I think mm. everyone's body's different, people have different needs, your body will react to things differently. Um but I and I know people use honey pot like honey pot has these washes that are pH balanced very specifically for vaginal areas um so I know there's more products that are coming out that are like more mindful you know and not like the summer breeze smelling products that make you feel like your pussy's supposed to smell like watermelon or whatever the fuck people <laughs> strawberries and cherries champagne it's like so much pressure for us. It's ridiculous. And it starts it young. Is. You know, it's like, no, honestly, don't feel pressure. I'm for your scared because like I'll be seeing y'all sitting on the pots and stuff. And I'm like, is this safe? Like, should you be all okay. Oh, there? the steam, the yeah. young steams. I did that yeah, in Jamaica. Like y'all cooking it a little bit. I mean, bit. I personally love it, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's enjoyable, but it also seems like, are there any side effects to this? Like, you I mean, know, I like, you gotta be as mindful as a, of I wouldn't want to steam my balls, it. you know, I don't want to be <laughs> sterile or anything. So that's why I'm like, you know, for women, like, you know, is that like a concern? But it's just relaxing and it's, 
They use different herbs, you know. It has different effects depending on what you're looking for. Breathe. And you have to know where you're going. You know, you can't just do it and then you want pot. But <laughs> I've started using this product. Um, I mentioned Epanui a couple weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago. Because mm-hmm. I was saying that it's this black woman owned company. She's from she's Liberian, really dope young lady. And she created this incredible product line called Epanui. I love their eye creams and they have like incredible skincare butters and scrubs. It's like a, a complete line. But she recently released a product line. <laughs> Actually, let me do the search because I think the name is, is cute. It's called Epanui. Pretty Sorry. Kitty. <laughs> okay. Pretty Kitty Intimate Care. And look at the packaging. Hold on, let me see. My Wi Fi is. Oh, it doesn't actually have a picture of the box on here. <clears throat> the packaging is really cute. It's like this pink, pa- this pink box with like um, little cat whiskers. I just think it's cute. I'm a sucker for cute branding. But all that to say, the product is actually incredible. It's um, they don't use any synthetic ingredients and it's fragrance free, which I know is tricky for some people because I know some people rely on those champagne cookies ass fragrances but if you want to balance your ph you know go ahead and put your perfumes on your body smell how you want to smell in your hair but like vaginal i always suggest doing fragrance free synthetic free products because you want your ph to like be easy down there you know what i'm saying so she has an all-in-one feminine hygiene system she says it's for maximum freshness, confidence, and reliable protection against odors and just general discomfort, which is important. Mm. It's artisanal. She only uses whole ingredients, no byproducts. And it was formulated specifically for the sensitive skin on the vulva. It eliminates unpleasant odors and soothes any vaginitis symptoms. It treats blemishes on the vulva, ingrown hairs, any type of cysts, dehydrated and even skin. What I love is that it's a it's a system. So mm. she has the soap you see right here, which I think is really pretty. Those of you watching on Patreon, mm-hmm. oh. mm-hmm. it's like a beautiful rose. Um, so she has a soap, and it, and she even sends you a rag, which I love. <laughs> it comes with a rag Ew. and a soap holder. This really nice wooden soap holder. Um, and that's, you know, for you to clean around your vulva. And then she also sends the scrub and that's for your bikini line in case you're someone that gets like waxes or you shave. It just helps you, um, avoid any ingrown hairs or any Mm -hmm. issues to your follicles. And then she has an oil that you put now, obviously not on the vulva, not in that area, but just around wherever you scrub just to kind of replenish that area and that's what kind of helps with any blemishes or discolorations and just kind of keeping that area um healthy you know by keeping it exfoliated and moisturized and then the soap is really good i haven't tried the scrub and the oils because i really don't i haven't been doing like waxes and stuff but i definitely use the soap and it is so great and this Mm -hmm. is coming from me y'all know i don't play with y'all I I don't push products. This is not sponsored at all. I would never push a product that I could think could cause any type of harm. It's just really not my mode of operation. But this is just a great option. Like I said, I don't think we talk enough about hygiene and what products to use 
in those special places in your vagina, how to clean it properly, how to clean your butt, how to like, we Mm -hmm. don't have these conversations and a lot of people don't know how. You know who else this would be great for? To me, mm-hmm. it's like fathers who are like single dads raising teenage girls. Oh my girls. God, yes. The the way that this is broken down into a system, it'll make it yep. easier to explain. And I think this will be a great product for like single fathers who are raising I girls. I can see that. With vaginas, yeah. Yeah, and it's like I said, it's a hygiene yeah. system. And the soap, like I've been using it, I think she, I received it a couple of weeks ago. So I wanted to give it some time because, you know, your body will tell you. Like mm-hmm. I'm very attentive. And I listen to whatever my body's telling me through whatever it's discharging or smells. I pay attention. I'm like, this is different. This is normal. Da, da, da. And so I wanted to give some time with it before suggesting it. And my body just reacted so well to it. And I'm very sensitive, you know, to, with skin and stuff like that. And yeah. it was it was just now I will say because it's not this like overly scented product, which I know is a struggle point for a lot of people, especially in their vagina. They want their vagina to smell a certain way. It's it's more of a herbal scent because, like I said, she used um all, like whole ingredients. Nothing is synthetic, and there's no synthetic fragrance added to this, so it doesn't smell like cookies and cream. It smells herbal, and I know that might be different for some people. They might not find it pleasant, but I I it's supposed to smell like water. You know, <laughs> but I think to me, it's a pleasant, very natural smell that that's closely related to that area, you know, and just that releasing the pressure of what that area should smell like and what the pressure people put on themselves. So check it out. What I would suggest is to order one, order one set. Give yourself some time with it. See how you feel about it. See how your body responds. And if you like it, I would suggest going back and then stacking because she is a a smaller company, but her stuff sells out like it's that good. And she's like a Jordan drop whenever Mm -hmm. she puts out a product, whether it's soap, she has deodorants too, um, and oils and all kinds of products. It sells out so quickly. So I tend to shop with her in batches. Like if I like Mm -hmm. something, I'll buy four and five at a time and just kind of like rock with it for the rest of the, you know, months. So that's what I would suggest on how to purchase from her because she does sell out really quickly. But for those who didn't catch it, it's Epanoui. That's E-P-A-N-O-U-I-E skin S-K-I-N.com Epanoui skin.com. And if you go into her search and, and type in pretty kitty, Intimate care. The system is $25. She also has um, Afterpay and Klarna. And you'll see that they have the key benefits. And they have um, a lot of reviews, too. She's very popular online. um, And the reviews, to me, seem all legit. You can see people's responses. They're completely in love with this product. And I, as someone who has never talked to y'all about (laughs) uh, hygiene products can confirm that this is much needed. It is great. And I love that she really took care of formulating this. She said it took her years to really put this out because she knew that that's not something you play with. And there's a lot of bullshit out in the stores because people don't care. It's a money grab. People know hygiene is a sensitive spot for women, you know, and they'll put whatever down there. But I love that she really curated something that 
centered your vaginal health. So yeah. check it out. Um, and I think you'll love it. And I made sure to order like a hundred boxes before I mentioned this on the show because I know how y'all do. A hundred what? A <laughs> hundred boxes of soap of boxes. kitty. What is it? Pretty kitty. Here you go. <laughs> I've been doing good. I've been doing good. That whole set, booty hole brown. So, just want to put that out there, and thank you to the guys for sharing. Also, I did mention that I had been testing the Notorium body wash. Remember, I mentioned that. Yeah, um, what's that like? So, I bought three of them. They have like so many that I was like, "Oh my god, which and now one?" You're doing a giveaway, right? Imagine, and I still <laughs> want a little more time with it because one thing with my skin on my body is that it'll like something for like two weeks. It kind of okay, gasses me. Yeah, and then it just, <laughs> by week three, four, it's like, nope, this ain't it. So it's almost like it likes the newness. It likes the mm-hmm. honeymoon period of a product, <laughs> and then it's over. Wow. So I've learned that about my body. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable content. Um, but they do have one called the Glow Getter Multi-Oil Body Wash. It's an oil-to-gel formula. Mm. It's very nourishing. I kind of I love how it feels because it's like you're moisturizing while cleansing, and I like that combination. Mm-hmm. That combination, mm-hmm. and me being someone that has such sensitive skin, my skin would tell me immediately if it hates it. Mm. And I've been using it what three weeks, almost a month now, and my skin is very happy. You see that I'm like really tan too, mm-hmm. still. So I've been mindful of like giving it extra nourishment just because I know my skin went through a lot in Nevis because I wanted Mm -hmm. to be brown. So I'm really happy with it. That's my body wash right now. I use exfoliating gloves. You Mm -hmm. know, those little two-pack of gloves Mm -hmm. you see in CVS? I use Mm -hmm. those on my skin. Or they have, like, the rag version of the gloves. I use those because I like the exfoliation. Um, My skin likes it. Um, But then I use rag in my private parts because the Mm -hmm. exfoliating might be a little rough. Yeah, Mm -hmm. You know, the skin is softer down there. So those (laughs) those are the accessories. That's the body wash. That's the vaginal hygiene care. Um, I'm still using, oh, the Josie Marin um, argan oil Mm -hmm. butter that I mentioned last week. That's what I use on my skin. Um, On my face, I'm still using the Exora BB donkey milk moisturizer as well as her cleanser those are the two products of hers i'm using for now i'll use the sea moss gel toner as needed it's not something i use daily um what other product am i missing that's moisturizing cleansing vaginal health face um for teeth yes a tongue scraper i did buy a water pick you know like the water flosser Mm because People had always been raving about it, but I didn't, I wasn't crazy about it. Yeah, me either. I need something to I get I feel in like I'm going to use... There. Yeah, I was like, I, I need to use the, the old school. Yeah, exactly. And you would think I'm doing my eyebrows Did and you I'm buy- flossing my teeth. <laughs> Did you buy one with one of those big tanks or like a portable one? I bought the tank one. Is that the problem? Yeah, I'll be feeling... Oh. I be filling my little tank every day. Just oh, there, just, I'm like maybe I just wasn't doing it right. I don't know. I had one a couple years ago and it just wasn't. It wasn't hitting for me. Never really use it. It's literally still. Yeah, in I my bought bathroom. a travel one. I bought a travel one from uh, Bed Bath like years ago. Did you like it? It was trash. Yeah, the, I'm like, the travel I one was trash. But like 
the big the big one I love it because like you can control the speed of it so you can go real and the pressure. slow or you can speed it up if you re- uh-huh. right and it has a bunch of different little brushes on it too I was like oh well, this it is just it. felt messy to me I was like getting water oh, all nah, over the place yeah, you, I don't yeah, know you need a little practice <laughs> yeah once you got it down maybe I need a you, YouTube you just, this how to act, like properly use it maybe that's the problem but for now I'm sticking I mean once you've done it for a little while picks. and you kind of just know like your, your your high areas you can get in there or mm-hmm. if you just got like a problem right quick you just know how to get to it right because i don't even really switch out the attachments often and i can quickly like rinse around and i don't have to have the pressure like on first of all that high pressure is crazy <laughs> that shit is a gum but, stripper i'm like what yo, the fuck <laughs> I could, you could die but anyway but maybe i'll nice maybe pressure. i'll try it again because like i said i still have it i just don't ever use it it's like dusty yeah give it one more go somewhere but um tongue scrapers that's a big one too yes um and what else i guess that's it for hygiene there's nothing mm-hmm. else i love the josie marin argan oil like the thicker she has a thicker butter that i use in the winter and then i use the cream but it says butter but it's really a cream i feel like white people don't know the difference it's a cream i use that for, <laughs> for now with these um warmer temps but i'm curious when it's like 90s I, I might have to switch to some kind of dry oil. And you know so what? Epanui like, um, actually has a really great dry oil. If anyone wants to look into that, it's it's satin finish. So your skin has that glow, but it dries dry. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about how it makes your clothes, clothes kind of sticky. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's a good option to look into. Um, I guess that's it for all the skincare and hygiene. That's the updates on products I switched around. But thank you guys for contributing because I think it's really helpful. And those of you, if you've used the Pretty Kitty system, leave comments. I want to hear how you, what y'all thought about it because I know a lot of listeners love her product lines. Anytime I've mentioned it, they'll be like, damn you, friend. Now I'm not going to be able to have my product because <laughs> you sold the shit out. Y'all be mad at me. about to sell out them pretty kitties, You girl. know, I know y'all are going to be pissed, but we have to get this information out. Like, it's it's useful for the community. So, Call on Uncle Clifford. Let me know. Let Very me know your thoughts on the product. <laughs> oh, you know what? If you don't use it pretty titties. and you feel comfortable, I'd like to know what products you do use just so that we can also give alternatives and options in case it does sell out. So that's and it no, for... we're not talking about mm-hmm. talum. What's that shit they say you put a little talum in the bath water? Hey, <laughs> we ain't talking they's, about that. They used to bleach. hmm Bleach They said that talum powder, that talum, that, what's that spice? Is it talcum? Not talcum powder. It's a spice. Talum. Uh, what I don't know what that, that is. Oh, it's a it's a spice that they said you put, if you put in the water. I can't. What? I'm gonna think of it. I'm gonna think of it. And I know just Lord. who to ask too. I'm gonna think of it. Oh God! But let us know in the what comments which y'all are using. It's Not something. Turmeric. It's Not something. Turmeric, it's something child. you put in there. And they said it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ooh. Well, and that's it for to... me. Let's jump to Asante and Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week? Well, so much has happened to music. Did I document it? No. The main reason, and I'm just going to get into this really quickly because it's not music related. It's it's a little, it's slightly mental health related and it's slightly TV related. So excuse me, Dustin, mm-hmm. you're not going to care about this. Um, <clears throat> the internet, I actually talked to y'all about this a little bit last week before we started recording, but it's continued. 
The internet has had me in a chokehold and not for the right reasons. And I just want to take this time to say this is why I cannot be a responsible adult who logs on to Twitter and fucks around with you guys because I log on to Twitter and I always see the bullshit and then I get caught up in the bullshit. I was talking about how this happens with TikTok. Remember I was saying I watched them peel the fucking egg. (sighs) I told you guys that I did not get sleep last week because uh, a a conversation had arisen on the internet about drag queens, uh, particularly black drag queens having white partners. And a space happened on Twitter. For those of you that don't know what Twitter spaces are, it's Twitter's personal clubhouse. Uh, last week, people were on spaces for hours debating this topic of uh, uh, interracial dating, and it continued again this week, and it's just had my sleep schedule it's off, so going? I haven't really been... It's Who still... I don't know if it's because it's pride. Everyone mm. just wants... Like, it, like, like, it's crazy. I mean, everyone has the points that they want to make, but it's like, is this... And maybe I'm dumb because the internet is vast, right? You can do anything on it. But I look at these spaces on Twitter, and I'm like, is this where the work really gets done? Like, right. like, is this productive? What are yeah, they talking because, about? Like, what about interracial partner? Like, what is the conversation? I don't want to go deep. <laughs> because the thing is... we're just talking about the, the, like that, the fact that it exists, get out of here. Well... So and when you get it, on, it you ask from, for a white girl. I mean, so that's the thing, right? Like, yep. it's like, why do why do black drag queens date, or ha- or why do the majority of black drag queens just so happen to have white partners? But like, it was threaded in a way that was very, you know, like you know, it's a little rowdy. They had some old school pics of RuPaul from back in the day when she huh. had some, you know, off color jokes and memes up and. It was just a really terrible thread to ask a. It was they were trying to ask a good question, but in a very terrible way. So it was like, well, here's the internet, interneting, right? So it was just very surprising to me that these queens would, I guess, get on the internet to defend themselves or to you know have the discourse or however it went. So that's why it's just so fascinating to me, and I couldn't stop listening in because it's like, are these drag queens really here, like trying to defend themselves or argue with people about this, and then? Bob, uh, he had another space maybe uh, uh, Sunday night, I remember, because uh, Bob the Drag Queen. uh, Bob the Drag Queen's a former uh, contestant on Drag Race. He won his season and I believe competed in uh, one of the other shows. Is that the one Crystal and Jade love? Like, on his tour? Yes, Work the World. And uh, now he has another tour called Nubia, where it's most of the black drag queens, which was another, like, issue that was being brought up in, in this whole discourse because they just kept getting off topic. So there were just a lot of topics that were actually at hand from the interracial dating to uh, how it contributes to white supremacy to um, then they started battling uh, how black they are like to, you know, how much they've done for their community and stuff like that. And it, it just took me out of my element of getting on Twitter, looking at artists and listening to music and all of that. So that's why I said all of that, because I did not listen to the music that I wanted to, or I didn't, I listened to music and I have my music picks, but I didn't read up on all of the music things like I normally do. Mm-hmm. Like I just didn't get to see all of the music news. Like I normally, like I didn't see any of it. I was just too Side-track. wrapped up in the hashtags <laughs> of the mess. And it's crazy because I'm going to say this. <laughs> 
I ain't never probably dated no white man. So the fact that I was in this room about interracial dating and all this shit is like, I don't even know why I'm even here. Like, like I really hear, like, I know why I'm here because why are y'all doing this? But why am I doing this? So it was a mirror reflective moment. It's how you feel about out. what they were talking about? I mean, I just think that people, I think that it takes away when you try to say a black person having a white partner does a disservice to the community when they're not like platforming their white partners. You know, Bob the Drag Queen is a queen of color. Um, he has a special out called Nubia, which is where it's a bunch of black drag queens where they have black people working on their production. He was even saying on the live, uh, you know, he can't help if there are white employees that work at the venues, but he can make sure that his production can be people of color, you know, helping out and, you know, getting that dollar back. So it's like he's doing stuff for his community, which he doesn't have to do. He could be, you know, I got on and I got my, cause he's a pop or there, excuse me, they, them, I don't, uh, I've been mispro, been fucking up their pronouns. Um, they're in a poly relationship. So they actually have two white partners. So it's like, I don't think that it takes away from the work that they do because they have white partners. And I just don't buy into that. I see people as a whole being exhausting. So I can see someone finding love anywhere. You know, it don't matter what the color is. Right. Now, for me and mine's, I could, you know, I connect with everybody. So that's why it's like I'm open to the possibility. But I know like really where my heart is always going to land or probably will land unless someone takes my heart away. I don't know what that looks like, or what that feels like. And when I see it, I'll know and I will believe it, and I'll be like, all right, well, this is what it is. But I just don't think it's right to say anyone's work is uh, adding to white supremacy, especially because some of the things that he was saying was that he was caught in hot takes of things that he wasn't saying. So it's like he would say. It's dangerous to say, I say X, Y, and Z. And then they would take the clips of him saying, I say X, Y, and Z. And they'd be like, see, so you do that. And I don't want to repeat it because then I'm continuing the cycle. Because mm-hmm. I did this with Crystal. And Crystal, she was like, he said that? And I was like, no, girl. He was saying that he don't say that. And I was like, it oh, just Lord. happened. I did it. Damn. <laughs> so I didn't want to do that here. I don't want to be irresponsible. But the the conversation just kept getting derailed because it's like these queens were taking their time out to do something that they really shouldn't be fucking doing. <clears throat> And people were taking the time to try to make it messy and be like, ooh, let me get some shine trying to read the queens or let me hold them to task and say that I'm the one that did it versus it trying to be an actual teachable moment. But it's the internet. That's what you get. And that's why I was so fascinated about the fact that they were doing that shit. Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for coming to my And I'm sure as a black person that does drag for a living, their dating pool is probably even more limited. You know? People gotta do what they gotta do. Don't even touch it, friend. I'm just saying it, it was it, it was a minefield. I don't Look. think that though, for real, because I didn't see tons of black drag performers have black partners. You know what I'm saying? I didn't start. Well, seeing I'm not saying it's not opposite. possible, but I'm saying I'm sure it's it creates even more of a limitation on the dating pool. People that are open to I think dating on for that career. Well, I think it depends yeah, strongly that for sure. Because yeah. sure. when I was not in Michigan, in New York or that's LA, my point. or yeah, and where are most of those too. industries? Right in New York mm-hmm. or in LA. So naturally, you're gonna have that. And I just don't understand. Like, I think people should just date who they want, and they should say date who they want because that's who I want to date, instead of attributing it to something that somebody else ain't doing because mm-hmm. they dating who they want to date. You know what I'm saying? And that's what some of them were making the point of. I just think some of them were making the point of we're just dating who we want to date. Black people don't like me, so that's why I do this. You know what I'm saying? You just date. But a lot of them didn't even go there, and it's still even still it don't even make it right when someone's like, "Well, I've dated you know black and white." So it's like still weird 
to say, I mean, it's weird on either end because you just want to, like you said, date who you want to date. So that's why I'm like, I don't care who they fucking dating. If they're out here pro-black, which they have been, like, stay, stay that. Do that. And I stop love that. answering like, to about, people. I think that's the biggest one. Like That was right. what was like, I was like, would I voluntarily do this? No. What? <laughs> yeah, literal, that's per- that's your literal personal life. Like, what? No. no one I'm talking to the internet about who I'm dating. Mm, I'm sorry. And I know I'm, I know that there are people that were in that room and they were like agreeing with some of the other people coming in, but it was just so much going on. I was like, this is like a clusterfuck of right and wrong happening simultaneously. So like, what's going to be done at the end of this? And it's really just Bob is continuing to be dragged or the conversation just continues on with no resolve. And it's like, all right, well, y'all keep on over there. I'm not coming back into any of these spaces. I said all that to say I'm done with the spaces. I'm irresponsible <laughs> and I can't trust myself. So I can't do the spaces no more. <laughs> All right, let's just get to the listens lately. I I can't believe I wasted all of that time talking about that. <laughs> but you know what? Release. Okay, I'm done. For real, for real. I just got to let it go. So don't tweet me about it, y'all. Please don't. Shout out to Mark. Because Mark was in them spaces, too. I love Mark. Mark was, Hi, Mark. Look, Mark was in them spaces. And then I told Crystal about it. So she was in there, too. Oh, I was like, Lord. damn. <laughs> but Crystal was in it, too. She was like, well, my flight's in a couple hours. So, you know, I'm here. And then we was texting on the side. I was like, girl, this is crazy. Yeah, so yes, I just love that. You know, my, I have friends everywhere and they all support. Um, so, yes, listens lately. Uh, songs to play. Fran, I would love to know what songs you have been listening to lately and, you know, just what you've been jamming to. Yeah, so because I just came back from home, I've been playing <laughs> a lot of reggae. Um, but I've really been listening to a lot of Chronics. And mm-hmm. the two songs I've been playing a lot is a song by Chronics. For those who would be like, spell it. It's C-H-R-O-N-I-X-X, Chronics. First song is called Never Give Up. Like that video of DDG where he'd be like, Bumba Clot. <laughs> I scream every time it comes on my feed. He is I crazy. love that video. I hate it. Bumba Clot. <laughs> All right. And then I also have a record with Chronics and the Free Nationals, who I absolutely love. Ooh, yeah. And they have a record called Eternal Light that is just one of my favorites. Oh, na, 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 na. 
Shit. It is so damn Hell good. Yeah. Yo, play it in, like, play it loud in your crib when you chilling. I was playing it in my car and I was so like, woo, this is a song. Such a it vibe. A so those are my yeah. I okay. love that song. Oh my God. So I forgot I love team. that song. You just put me back on. And really just anything with the Free Nationals, they're just, their whole discography is dope. But Chronics is just dope. Like, I've just been on a Chronics tip. So those are my two for this week. All right, Dustin Ross, what you got? New cash style. This single is called Ride. Okay. It's past midnight. Where the fuck you been? Don't play with me, nigga. Better drop that pen. I already talked to your lying ass friends. Keep playing. You gonna end up single just like them. How you gonna sleep on a bitch like me? For these dog ass hoes like they ain't got fleas. Coming up with lies you won't even believe. Matter of fact, I'm on my way. Let me grab my keys, nigga. This her boyfriend and her son's father, Tracy T, with his crossroads freestyle. I love this beat. Cook that shit up, Quay. Yeah. Players only play for so long. How many niggas make it far enough to coach the player? Yeah. Never cold feet, head to the sky, nosebleed. Doors locked, we came with more keys. Trying to shake the leaves off a tree. Came strong, beginning of the week. Big lead, we on a winning streak. We don't play, we only play for keeps. Touching everything, got my reach. Top notch, go about the spot. Got these rap niggas going pop. They was thinking about a hundred bags. Nigga, I was thinking out the box. Hot boy, wrist in the cooler. Black truck sticks in a Uber. King of the jungle with a cougar. Dirty nigga, got it out the sewer. And I'm strapped up like my shooter. Audemars, it's a risky business. Step big elephant business. I can pull a trunk out the engine. Champagne at Louis V and Lineage. Independent emeralds in the pendant. Pen and pension, never we got plenty. Born to lose, how you still win? And I reel the end like.
like I'm fishing. Damn, I caught a Detroit pistol. Gone sour with these nigga limits. Yeah, that's chasing two crossroads freestyle. This next song is Peaches and Eggplants by Young Nudie featuring 21 Savage. Would you say Peaches and Eggplants? Yeah, how it sound when I hit your hoe? Be like this. Be like this. Be like this. I get behind your horn, then I be like this. I be like this. What you doing, Sean? Boom, Digging that pussy. I like that. It makes me want to rage all summer. So that's good for me. All right. Um, shout out to my friend, normally known, uh, formerly known as V. V Cartier has a song with an artist by the name of Sierra Sean. Sierra Sean is spelled S-I-A. I know Sierra Sean. You know her? Yeah, that's crazy. She she sound good. She sound real. Look, look. You know Sierra and I know V. So that's that, so look, funny. Our friends late. <laughs> they have this song out called "Private Party." It's the shit's Naomi and this is how it goes. on music are still out here doing the damn thing hell yeah and she's super talented and be super talented so shout out to both of them for that track i wish the uh, best for the both of them Fire. uh speaking of people that have been doing music for a long time this next track is by kid cuddy this song wow. is called porch topless and New it's the music? fucking shit uh well it's been out for a week or two about now but yeah it's the shit it's still the, have you heard you ain't heard it no i mean oh, i don't you, really you, listen you heard, to kid cuddy to be for real oh you, well you ain't heard it you're gonna be hearing this huh? <laughs>
say this on approach while I'm key. I can hardly speak. Thank them, take all that one as I need. What could be next in my dream? Blessing from God. Serve them with that bomb. That's a test. Just getting on the job. While I'm floating loose, baby, cute. She said she like Yes, Kid Cudi is still out here uh, setting vibes and fucking shit up. And I love him for it. Um, Last song that I want to play. Huh. There's this. Okay, actually, I'm just gonna no, no. I'll play this boy band. Um, there's this uh this boy group, boy band, <clears throat> men's group. I don't actually know what you call the people now. Um, anyway, this group is called No Guidance, and this song is called Is a Crime. Yeah, yeah. Then I might So yes, uh, so No Guidance, they dropped this EP, uh, or the Is It A Crime EP, it had four songs on it uh, at the top of the month, June 2nd. Uh, I saw somebody tweeting about it, and when I saw No Guidance, you know, obviously I thought about the Drake Chris Brown. I was like, "Oh, No Guidance," and so then I was like, "Oh no, it's a group. It's called No Guidance." <laughs> it makes so me happy to hear boy groups. I feel like let's yeah. not lose the and recipes, I, I, like the kids say. <laughs> right. I watched right. the video. They look kind of, they look like some cool guys. So mm-hmm. we'll see how they fare with choreography and um, more music and more visibility. So shout out to No Guidance. Um, that's it for the Music Man segment. Now we can move on to the TV land so we can know what you've been watching. Dustin Ross, please tell us. We have to know. Yeah, well, first of all, <clears throat> Love and Marriage Huntsville has been great. Um, I know people have mm-hmm. had mixed reviews and mixed opinions about the season. I know some people have personal feelings about the executive producer, Carlos King, my boy. But not everybody, you know, is... Um, his homeboy. <laughs> so he's not everybody's favorite and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? He's not everyone's favorite, but a lot of people have had a lot of mixed opinions about the season, but I want everyone to watch cause it's really been good. And also love and marriage Detroit is about to start this Saturday, July, oh, um, June 24th. Yeah. So put that on your DVRs and uh, your list of things to do. Also the real housewives of Atlanta uh, was great this week. I'm just going to tell you, it was a great episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It was a return to form of in-the-moment reactions and responses from the, the cast members. And there was just a great episode. Sheree had a, what was called a Gucci brunch to try to it's all Gucci. A Gucci bring. brunch. You had to wear Gucci because she wanted everybody to be Gucci. So, okay. Um, yeah. I don't own Gucci, but I want us to do that back on good terms. <laughs> And so it was just a really good I'm scene. Come it was up an all cast scene. Yeah. <laughs> Kenya, Kenya had. I was say you gonna be Kenya. <laughs> Kenya had a Chanel, uh, um, Chanel bag, but she had a Gucci so, suit on, but there were no logos. And she said, "I don't do all those logos and everything, but this is Gucci." And she said, "Wow." And so <laughs> she also has decided that she is no longer going to try to even act like. 
she is tolerant of Marlo Hampton's presence. And she made it quite clear and made it known through her behavior and through the things that she was saying that she just doesn't like Marlo. And mm. we have all seen it play out as to why over the years and the many, many conflicts they've had personally on the show, some even off camera. But now the gloves are literally off. And Kenya was saying whatever she wanted to say <laughs> to Marlo Yikes. at this brunch oh my and God. continuing to eat her food while she was doing so. So she would be in the middle of an insult and stop and be holding like the piece of her fried lobster on her fork. <laughs> such, such, and make her point and then keep eating as they were arguing. It was brilliant. Candy <laughs> Burris is at her wits end. Candy Burris Tucker, excuse me, Tony nominee. She was at um, her wits end with Marlo Hampton. So much so that those of you who have been keeping up with the storyline that Marlo made up regarding a lack of empathy um, shown toward her on Candy's behalf, as Sonya, okay, pressed the issue that it didn't have anything to do with her, Candy finally told Sonya, you know what? Fuck her. Fuck her and fuck them flowers she thought she was supposed to get. That's how I feel. Okay? So that's the point of exhaustion that these women are at with Marlo's antics and tactics. And it's making for great television. So The Real Housewives of Atlanta was good this week, and I want everybody to continue watching that. And listen, Real Housewives of New York is starting up soon. I don't know if you're interested or not. I, am, I can tell you. I I'm am, watching start. I'm going to watch it. And I met um, Uba, one of the cast members. I met her here in New York, and she was delightful. And mm. my kind of girl, she had a big personality, and I enjoyed it a lot. So I'm going to watch it, and I look forward to seeing what this new iteration of the show is like. So give it a chance if you want to. Um, other than that, Bad Boys Texas was actually good this week. If you're a person who watches oh this, um, it was a couple good things that happened on there. I'm not going to detail what ain't wrong with Rasby. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Like, <laughs> he looked like he had a stomach ache. He always looked like his stomach hurt. Every time you see him, he's always in scenes. I One just don't understand the cast. It's like yeah. some celebs and then <laughs> And then some who new, new additions. Else? They've adi- they've added some new people to the fray. Some people have come from the auditions. Some people have notoriety in certain spaces online, like Beagle. Right, like hair. And stuff like that. Right, yeah. hairstylists. Mm-hmm. A lot okay. of different stuff. Dustin, did you see who's coming up on the uh, baddies auditions? Queen D. Did you watch those? From Not As TV. Oh, you don't watch now this TV, do you? I don't. Okay. Mariah Lynn is who I was talking about. Oh, yeah, I don't care. Mariah Lynn is going to be on Baddies? <laughs> she's audi- she's auditioning, so maybe she's going to be on this, this season. Oh, who knows? Because that's what happened with Prince, another love and hip-hop person. He was auditioning to be on Bad Boys, and now he's on this season. So I don't know. If I would be offended if I had to audition. <laughs> like... And how do you audition to be on baddies? Like, what is the criteria? What are we measuring? Or what am I? What am I supposed to show? Nothing. They just asked Prince. Blue Blue face didn't even know Prince. Like he didn't know who he was. He literally was just like, "You straight." Blue face was having and gave him the ticket when he was judging auditions. But it's like, all right, you you show me how you. I mean, that's what I would think, considering the premise of the show. Right. (laughs) They don't do nothing else but but fight. So. So yeah, but that that show was. But good Bad Boys week. was good this week. Yeah, yeah. And that's Y'all all I crazy. Have to say. <laughs> Why are we crazy? That show Bad Boys so was good. Crazy. Bad Boys was so good. Nothing friend. happened. Jonathan Wood. I, you know what episode I watched? Um, I only watched one episode. It was the one where I guess they had been fighting. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> 
That's how he was looking at Raz B outside acting a fool. He's funny. He's he's the star of the show, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, he is so damn funny. But it was, I guess, these two dudes have been fighting like multiple times, and the one guy kept beating his ass. But he was like, "One more time, (laughs) one more time." Uh, uh, It was like the fourth time, and then everybody was pressed about. That's the episode I saw. I was like, "This is giving me anxiety." There's too much going on. And then Raz B and then Orlando, who just don't know what's going on. Yeah. That show's crazy. It's but. a lot. The thing I don't like about that show is that sometimes, and I'm just going to say it, sometimes when they have a cast mix with like gay guys and straight guys or whatever, people that proclaim to be that, sometimes I feel like some of the straight guys on the cast be trying to punk some of the gay guys in certain scenarios and they go further really? or more aggressive in like the dis- verbal disagreements and it works with some cast members with some it don't you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. you know it just depends on who the person is but I just feel like that's weak and I see them doing that a lot yeah, on that nah. show sometimes man these niggas weak um, I feel like that's weak so mm-hmm. but that's it's just not a space you know I enjoy watching it on television you know what I'm saying See, and to be honest, that confuses me too. Outside mm-hmm. of like the mixture of like celeb, internet famous, and auditions, that threw me off. But also, I thought it was a gay show. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of confused watching it. I don't know what I'm thinking. I guess it was like Chasing Dallas, or like I thought that well, was kind of the blueprint. I was actually just going to say there was, there was a YouTube, uh, bat, or there is rather, I think they still make they theirs, do. but there's a. A gay show uh, called Bad Boys on YouTube. So when I saw like that the came, straight but that dudes, that ain't why you thought this was a gay show. Though. Just <laughs> I mean, right? I when just, I saw yeah. the straight dudes, I was like lost. Like, why are they? Like, it just didn't make sense. <laughs> you know, like what are y'all doing? Just like what? <laughs> well, people want the attention that, that comes with being on this show, I guess, and they're willing. Well, to. Well, yeah, but I realize that it's not a gay show. It's nope. a show with men, no. and they just. Do what they yeah. do. Yeah. Right. Natalie Nunn came up with, you know, carrying Bad Girls Club, but with baddies, and they've always wanted to see a bad boys club, right. you know, officially. It's a so franchise Natalie, that she's trying yeah. to build out. I get it. She's trying to get her coin, but it was very And she the, still caters heavily to the game. I wish it was and, a better curated cast, though. And Am I tripping? yes, <laughs> casting definitely needs to be done a little different. A lot of the bad a girls club um, cast members used to, you know, that was an all girl cast or whatever. And a lot of the girls would have like they would kiss or stuff in the club and make out and stuff. So to me, it makes perfect sense that some of the cast members on this show are, you know, same gender attracted or whatever. Mm. And that shows up. It's a part of the formula of being bad, according to, mm. you know, the show. Right. So. I'm a bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Good> Lord. <laughs> it's very MTV. Remember whenever the pop singers would go into their bad era, their mm-hmm. bad girl oh era, they'd make out with Madonna or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Very that. Christina. Right. Uh, so. Des- do you have any thoughts on the Chasing Dallas reunion? No. Okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. Mm-hmm. I watched the Chase, not Chasing Dallas, um, the Baddies West reunion, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. It was of nothing but Why fights. was Stevie J there? He, I don't know, because he literally just said They always there. have a guest. He just and was trying to hit on there. people, talking about mm-hmm. where you from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what right. is this? Sizing them so up crazy. for the stage. Roly had me. Crazy. Roly had me. 
crying on the baddies west reunion she had she was in the middle of her arguments the insults and things that she was saying were just funny hey shut the fuck yeah. down <laughs> just the one she was kids. saying both of you kids sit your fucking ass <laughs> and then when she told she told dj style Roly is definitely her dumb She ass. to me is the star of the show. She's so Absolutely. Funny. She always got <laughs> me around. She's just she's Roly is definitely a star. And you see she I got all Roley. that work done. So like she's Is she starting. okay? Because I saw people mm-hmm. saying that the allegedly that the doctors weren't like board certified or some scary shit. And I was hoping she was I've okay. seen people say that stuff too, but she's fine though. She's healing okay. well, so and I know right. she's a part of a show she's filming. Oh no, it's gonna document like her process. Oh so shit, okay. We're hoping for the best. You know That's true because I did see cameramen yeah. in the room, which also was weird. It's like, crazy mm-hmm. to me. Is she's that literally safe? in surgery? Hell yeah. You're well, you in know, surgery with Flex. open wounds, and you there's a camera Flex had threw with his people ass wearing up. street clothes. Funk like, Flex had threw his ass up on that table, and he was getting lipo. You seen that? I do he remember was, that, but there wasn't. People with street clothes next to the table. No, please. Wu Tang was playing. Please. You know what? I'm still watching Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. Where you at? I haven't I'm started. Still sucked in. Oh, please start so we can talk about it. And then I've been trying to watch that new movie Missing with Nia Long. Oh my god! And it keeps the little moving. sister from you for and I it can't a- watch it. Every time I sit down, something happens. Like oh. either I get a call or I remember I have to do some work or something. And I just is it boring? I didn't get into it. I probably got ten oh, minutes okay. into it. Okay. You thought I? You probably, I thought <laughs> it just wasn't keeping your attention. No. I was like, "What is this shit?" Boring? No, something <laughs> keeps preventing me from watching. I mean, it, maybe but. because of the style of it, it don't. Because I know it, that didn't appeal to me initially either. How it impo- were- oh, did you watch it? Oh yeah, I watched it on. Was a flight. it good? I I enjoyed. I will say, because the way it, the way it, it develops, it was like, where are we going? Like you know, and I was feeling there. like that. And then, I heard the plot twist was super crazy. So it was, it was. So I'm, I'm look, look, I felt I like uh, the, the Tiana Taylor plot twist in the uh, Thousand One. Like it was <laughs> that like one that got for me. me. Okay, <laughs> look, I, I was like, what? Cause at first I thought, cause they, look, they take you one direction, you're like, oh hell no, nah. for real, and then you're like, oh wait, what? <laughs> so that's how I felt. I liked it. I haven't okay. seen that yet. Oh, uh, you got to see it. Homework. I think you should see it. It's not, it's not like gory or anything. It's just uh, suspense. A thousand one. Oh wait, no. Um. Oh no, a thousand one is just good. I liked it. The mm-hmm. Tiana Taylor movie you haven't seen yeah. yet. Mm-mm. Oh, I could. Well, I, I was about to say I bought it. I could send it to you, but it's on um Peacock or something. Yeah, now, I, I watch think. it on there. Yeah, I saw it pop up on on some app. I don't know which one. Yeah, it, it was really good. It was really really good. I, I actually I'm happy I bought it. I was like, well, I'm glad I own this, even though it's up on all the streamings. But I'm happy I contributed. Summer House Martha's Vineyard is still good. They're all crazy as cat shit. I love it. I'm mm. too, I'm I'm behind. I, I'm like, behind right? too. Three I'm behind. Episodes, I'm behind whatever this most recent one. When does it drop? Mondays, I think. Sunday. I'm behind. Well, it drops on Tuesdays, but it airs on Sunday nights after Housewives. You, t- oh, okay. you watch on Peacock? I do, I do. So I know yeah, it's usually yeah. delayed. Okay, so I'm behind on whatever the most recent Yeah, because they used so. to drop on Mondays, like the day after, but it said on Tuesdays. So I was like, what? And I was looking for right? something on Monday. I was like, like oh, I see, I wait. meant that. Okay. Right? I was like, oh, maybe, you know, Media agreement, you never know. Brand true Black Mirror. Oh my god. Okay, sorry, Dustin. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my God, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. What did they say about Redrick? So in the end of Holding Court, which you can also listen to everywhere podcasts are heard every Wednesday, Holding Court, okay. Anthony K. Williams. But on the, at the end of the Holding Court, my tagline is, I want everybody to read your terms and conditions. And oh, everybody yeah. was getting at me, mm-hmm. telling yep. me like, they stole your line for Black Mirror or whatever. So did they really? And in what capacity? I no, they didn't steal it, but they just, it's about AI and what can happen when you sign anything for an app, when you agree mm. on any app. And Honestly, how that's going to bite you in the ass. I think really, you, it was you should Netflix. watch that. <laughs> I think you I was, was, it's just the first episode. That's, you I was should watch saying it. that I was intrigued mm-hmm. that Netflix was Open cool with this story. because all of the stories, Streamberry is clearly Netflix, but obviously they yep. couldn't use the same name, but it had the same red print and font. And it was such a commentary, in my opinion, about Netflix. Almost yeah. all the episodes were. And so it was mm-hmm. interesting that Netflix is letting them use their platform <laughs> for yeah. distribution. But I will say I was disappointed with this season. I was so excited. I've been waiting. How many years have we been waiting? Like five? I don't know, I don't but know. I remember you asking. you like, did you see the trailer? And I was I like, was no. Pressed. I, I, <laughs> I know. Pressed. And see, this is why I don't invest too much into things because I already knew Black Mirror was kind of in a different direction anyway. And even though people were like, we Ever missed the old style. Ever since it became style. an American show. <laughs> right. Let's, Look, like, everyone's always we said, we it. want old way. But, you know, they like, no, we still vogue in new way. So they're just doing the way to <laughs> So y'all going. did not like this season? No. I enjoyed it, but I already have a filter for them being watered down. Like, Black Mirror basically does a great job at starting conversations on, like, society and technology and, like, just a whole bunch of shit. Like, it's always super interesting. But the way that they were doing it initially... It was real, like, I don't want to say gritty, but, you know, British. It was a UK show, and it was much better. It had more depth. It really fucked with your head. Everything really really, mattered. It was so intentional. And then Americans bought it. I don't know why or how or what happened. They spent money on the names of of the actors, so then they (sighs) Yeah, and then they started adding celebs, which to me always kills it, because it kind of takes you out of it. Like, why am I watching Salma Hayek on... Black Mirror. Like, I like not knowing that who anyone was. I mean, it was, she was great. That, I'm not yes. saying anything about her. But oh, yeah, yeah. Everything about her actually was great. She was great. It was happy to see her. She looks great. She did a great job. But it just, to me, it's like, no, that's not what this show is about. And it didn't hit for me. I think the 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 episode with Zazie and the, and the thing, like, the what? That was just, yeah. and I feel like they had the a. Papa um, Musty. <laughs> Cause I she feel don't like even they wash her ass. Gone. Ain't that who that was? <laughs> ain't she the one said she don't wash her ass? She doesn't bathe regularly. Is what that she ain't. Said, don't I that mean you don't wash your ass? <laughs> That's what that means. We Let's just got the pretty about. kitty intimate system. But right, here's baby, the thing: a shitty kitty. I think they were onto something in the first half, right? Like, I was yeah. like, oh, this is so good. They can, like, go into the minds of paparazzi. I thought it was great. And then what the fuck? Yeah, happened? I didn't understand what why we happened. Were... <laughs> like, the last two episodes. It's like, they all, it's like they all got high in the writer's room on shrooms and then just said, fuck it. <laughs> And, and that's what I was confused about too, because the last two episodes were like supernatural, but it was like why? That like wasn't I, no supernatural. Like, that was just goofy. <laughs> well, yes, it was goofy, but it was like why? Because even when she, uh, you definitely gonna watch this one. Mm. Even when she shot Maisie Day, like it was like, are those silver bullets? Like is she <laughs> shot Maisie like, Gray. No, Maisie Day was the name of the uh, <laughs> the, the starlet. I thought it was Maisie Gray because you know she be acting. She was in um. 
for color girls. Remember? Please. She was in something yes. recently. I forget what, what I was What you watching. seen on Housewives of Potomac? Oh, is that what it was? Oh, oh it yeah. is what it you was. See, I knew you seen her on there. I knew you seen it, friend, because you was catching so up. Because she's friends with Karen, and Karen wants you to know sorry. that she is friends with Macy Gray. She said, Macy Gray is my friend, she and y'all going to see my friend. She was try. pressed for us to be in that studio there. But anyway, so the AI episode, I was like, eh, okay. It, I didn't find it, like, groundbreaking. But I thought it was interesting enough for right. me to it. Right. It was a it. nice start right Zazie beats I think they had me in the first half I was like this is such great content about paparazzi brain what about the docuseries episode you like that one loved it my favorite thought it was great because that's another thing it's like oh in the minds of the families that have to go through these things that's a great content Loved it. That Especially was my how favorite. it twisted from them wanting to do this to not even realizing how close you know, they were to it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and Ooh. the mom played, she was Th- that great. Child. The actress, she oh my did a God. good job. She was that- so, sep- like when she looked up the pictures that she had saved and was smiling, I was like, oh, she crazy as catch it. So, okay. Love that one. Lock Henry, I think it's called. Yeah, that was Lock Henry. Okay, That's so be- Beyond the Sea. Is that, that the one with the dude from Breaking with Josh Bad? Hartnett? Uh yeah, that was. I like that episode. Okay, I like that one too. Good. Uh, see, so it wasn't two all out bad. of five for me. Yeah, because them last two just didn't. What no, were well, they? Remind me. Okay, so the last one. Or, or okay, well, no, we already talked about uh, paparazzi and how you didn't like that one. Uh, the demon one. The demon one. Oh, the, the demon hell, one. Hell no. <laughs> Dustin. Um, okay, look, look. Spoiler alert. Because oh, actually, hell no. <laughs> because the premise of this, you know what, the demon one didn't bother me, so I will take it back. Maybe I'm tricking. The, the season wasn't so the bad. End, <laughs> 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 no, because I'm mad. Like I'm like, so are we gonna get the rest or like I need like a prequel? You want like, some more? <laughs> want some more? <laughs> want some the more? The demon yes. one was okay. Like I think I like the end. The but end, I didn't care to see her do avoiding. all this stuff. <laughs> the end is what got me because I was Dustin, like, please. like it was a, <laughs> but that was the thing though. It was supernatural too. Cause it was like the demon shit. Like it was yeah, like, this that, and I, I like that it, it gave him a personality. He had a perspective. <laughs> I, but <laughs> I just want to know and how we went friendship. From, from the werewolf. I, how we went Those from of you watching on Patreon, <laughs> Dustin is currently. I just want to know how we went from the, the alternate world with the Android <laughs> uplink downlink shit to werewolves to uh, to that. You know, like I, like that's what I was curious. They I was were like, high. how do we? Because like high. in the other like in the British ones where the motherfuckers was sick, it was like these niggas are in a futuristic compound where they have to you know spend Man, their lives so exercising for the lottery then. and shit. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like. Like, it was interesting because it makes sense to where, oh, we could be there. And some of these did too, but then some of them was like, all right, well, this makes sense, but but why though? Like, is this paparazzi deals with this supernatural kind of shit all the time? Like, is there a, a thread of this sense. that I'm missing? Like, oh no. It but went yes. to left of center and it just threw me off. What was the fifth one that we're missing? No, we did all of them. The fifth element. The first one was Joan is Awful. The right. second was Lock Henry. Yeah. Beyond, oh, oh, we didn't talk about oh, the uh, Beyond the Sea is the one with the, uh, the guy from the Breaking Bad. And the, then I four, thought that one was really good. Yeah, that one was Ch- Baby. Uh, that What's that actress name? The, uh, the, the pregnant wife. Oh, well, it, anyway, I don't know her name, I but I, I just hate know her. her face. I normally hate her. <laughs> and was it, was it based off 
Manson, the hippie cult that oh, did that thing. It gave oh, me oh, Manson. Oh. I didn't know. Yeah. And it felt like around the same time. I didn't know if they were trying to play Tie off of that. that. Yeah, mm. but... Yeah, no, um, I didn't even get that. So then that was three. So then four was Amazing Day with the uh, werewolf. And then five was the one with the uh, demon. Oh, so yeah. Demon was like, so I guess two and a half. I guess that's not bad. I liked half the series. Yeah. I'll but you my, know, but it's Black Mirror. I'm I'll like, give mine three just because I really did like that first one. Like, I liked how it ended because it was so weird and personal to me. I was like, oh my God. Like, so right now, am I someone <laughs> playing a soundtrack? Like, okay, now, and see, that was, was that supposed to be like a callback to the first one where old boy had to like fuck the pig like, or something? Oh, I remember too. <laughs> Sama oh Hayek was like, bitch, you gonna stop doing this goofy shit. But imagine, imagine good, that but comes wasn't. up like later in life. You didn't check in terms on some shit, and now they're like, "Well, you didn't already did what you I did." I mean, the AI one sounds realistic. Like Very I feel like so. that's some shit that could really happen to us. We've been talking about this, like our likeness being exploited <sighs> if we don't read terms and conditions properly or put any kind of like clauses in the contracts we sign with these companies. Like you really don't know. Um, so I feel like. There's some truth to it, you know, and that to me made it a cool episode. But I also just I don't know. It didn't really hit for me. But watch it, Dustin. Tell us what you think. I'm <laughs> yeah, serious. we can. I'm sure you can look forward to that. Well, the first one, <laughs> the first the one ain't got nothing episode. to do with demons. Now, look, just the first one, Dustin. I ain't going over there. Someone tweeted me that I should get y'all to watch from. And I'm like, they're not going to watch that. Like, What's I don't even from? Because everyone keeps tweeting me about it. That's and the I don't show know. that I was telling you about with Michael Perrineau. But that one's scary. Y'all not going to watch that. Is that his name, Michael? Is it Haunted? Yes, Michael Perrineau, the actor. Uh, That's uh, his name. So, it's, a, it's a scary show, like Haunted yeah, it's, Hills. So it's not scary, type. but well, do you remember Lost, which he yeah. actually was on to? I love it's, Lost. It's like Lost, but these motherfuckers are stuck in this town and shit be where it should be happening in this town. So like for the first season, like at night, fucking things come out at night every fucking night and they have to put these talismans up to keep the shit out. Is that the is show about the plane that landed and it was like some years ago or something? That was shit? lost. Yeah. That's lost. No, I love no. That it's show. a new show. Oh, so you're talking about Manifest, I think. Oh, I didn't watch Manifest. that. Or not Manifest, but you're not uh, that I'm from did not, it's uh, not planes. that show. Okay. Yeah. Right. From, I watched Manifest. From people are literally you drive into this town and you're like, what the fuck? And then you keep driving and then you realize you're going in a fucking circle and then you're what? stuck in the town. <laughs> like in oh, no. the like you the fear people, locked. <laughs> friend, I feel like you should watch the first episode, but there is some shit in there. So that's why I'm like, I don't all know I'm if asking this is, is, is it gory? It's not gory often. <laughs> Just because this guy's car salesman. <laughs> but I'm not trying to sell it. I'm trying to gauge for friends. Watch me press play in the first five minutes. Someone gets their head bitten off. Just don't like watch it at fucking night. Fucking Walking Dead. Well, I'll but, watch it. But it's like, but it it's reminiscent of Lost in the sense of these people. They don't know why the fuck they're here. How the fuck they get out of there? And none of this shit makes sense. So it's Which, like um, streaming service. Um. Oh, so the first season is available on Prime, uh, Amazon Prime, and I think the second season you have to go to MGM. Which they do a free, a free seven day trial, and you gonna binge MGM. it? So yeah, whatever that is, right? I was like, MGM got that. We're going to too? the casino, <laughs> like please. Well, I'll, I'll watch it. That'll be my homework for this weekend. All right, well, you you people got half of what y'all wanted. I can't sell <laughs> Dustin on it. Uh, Dustin, I, I'm gonna be real. I'm not he even gonna put you through demon. it. I'm not gonna look. <laughs> I can't even put you through that, Dustin. Won't even try to. Well, and that's, that's it. it. That's this, all I've been yeah, watching. I'm done. <laughs> 
<laughs> we had to take your, your segment because I knew you weren't watching none of that. Well, you knew, and I love y'all for it. That was fun. Is that watching. it? That's it. <laughs> we closing out. We gave y'all All a right. long episode this week. We As did. Always. We love you so much. Come hang with us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Love y'all. This for Natalia Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.